0: but uh it's too late now no it's cool Nah, uh i scheduled it i actually got an interview on the next tuesday so um see how it goes
1: i was gonna say let let me tell you i had got a um i applied for some position for the atlanta hawks this was like this was like 10 years ago and it was like it asked me uh why should we hire you (laughs) and i dead ass wrote in the comments (laughs) I will finally bring a championship to to the organization.
0: (laughs) You are are unserious about getting that job, boy. I'll tell you that.
1: (laughs) I was was like, they're probably not going to contact me.
0: Yeah, my homeboy is telling me a story about, like, somebody asking them, um, you know, why they should hire you. I don't know. Because I'm a... because i'm cheery i'm good to work with <laughs> like <laughs> cheery good to work with <laughs> he said the lady laughed at him and walked him out the building so <laughs> i'm
2: cheery I'm yeah. good to work
0: with uh, he thought he was killing it but yeah he gave me some more little, little encouragement so shout out to spank um let's get right into it because uh motherfucking snowfall come on tonight we ain't got time to be bull- bullshitting hold on one second i me. yeah man
1: what emergency at huh uh, I thought you going to have some mercy. Nah, nah, I got you. Here we go.
2: Yeah. Sending this one out. Mm. To my man Killer B. New Oh shit. No <laughs> doubt indeed. With that
0: Shout out, my D Rest in peace, prodigy.
2: Yes. That old real shit. DJ clue, clue, clue. There's a war going on outside, no man is safe from. Run, but you can't have forever from these streets that we've done. Took. You walk with your head down, scared to look. You cause, cause ain't they no such things, things as halfway Where they never around when the beef cooks in my part of town is similar to Vietnam. Now we all grown up and old and beyond the cops' control. Welcome back
0: to another episode of basis Banner. I am one of your hosts, Todd. I'm joined by my co host Paul. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at basis underscore banner. You can follow us on Twitter. Paul got himself a Twitter too. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You follow, Let's you can, follow, you can follow the show Twitter at basis banner. You can follow Paul at Fat Victor Sweet.
1: Nah, nah, nah! It's changed. It's life of life of Fat Pablo. Okay, He
0: changed the life of Fat Pablo. You can't. You got to stick with something. So you gonna stick with that for a little bit?
1: You're right. You're right. I think we'll stick with that. They'll no stick with that for no a little doubt. A little. No doubt.
0: Uh, and then uh, you can also email the show If you have any questions, concerns Well if you have concerns, I'm sorry I don't know what to do about that But uh, <laughs> if you got any questions you want to engage with the show At basisbannerpodcast. Banner Podcast, I'm sorry, Bassless Banner At gmail.com uh, Today we're going to talk a little bit of uh, NBA, we got a little bit of news We're going to get into some festivals That announced their lineups Talk a little bit about some of the, uh, the Conway album that came out uh and then we'll get into our TV and movies and, and wrap this up before snowfall starts.
2: All right, oh, yeah, so let's go.
0: Where do you want to start? Let's start with the NBA. Your boy Ja Morant. King Ja, baby. He's 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 ascending to stardom. Have you listened to any of the episodes of, uh did you listen to the episode of Dan um or any of Dan uh of Yeah, the- I heard I listened to
1: it yesterday. The episodes hey, man, yesterday.
0: That whole bit with the the you know taking a step at step ahead ascending like, oh yeah yeah he said so which one are they doing that whole tangent is like if somebody asked me why do i like the dan levitard show that would be it like that's, that's you like, don't get the show, get the show. <laughs> but yeah that's that's the that's the that's the quintessential dan levitard and friends i mean uh but yeah john ja morant, ja morant had himself uh uh a, a weekend and Plus, I mean, I think what his last four, he's averaging like 40 points, something crazy at that dunk. Uh, he's at, Yeah, I think he's averaging
1: 44 points. Yep. At that dunk. Oh. Um, and that.
0: Uh, and that uh, dunked on Jakob portal. That buzzer beater in the first half um, against the Spurs, like all in the same game. He's he's doing stuff that that, that legends are made of right now. You know what I mean? Like, forever this run is um, and for whatever it will be. he's uh, He seems to be coming into his own. What, you, you see what Iverson did? Is he
1: You see what Iverson did?
0: Yeah, I think the MVP talks are a little premature, but yeah, sure. There's, I mean, Steph Curry's still out there. Joel Embiid's still having a good season. I mean, you know.
2: Yeah,
1: but I mean, I don't think Steph is in the top three though. I think uh, I think Ja might be in front of Steph, in my opinion. It might be be. biased because actually we're half a game behind the Warriors, so. Uh, I've been telling people I'm, I mean everyone keeps laughing at me I was looking at some old posts from last year. Memphis Grizzlies suck Jai's overrated blah 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 Talk look at this shit Talk look what's shit. going on now look what's going on now we the third best team in the league three. the league I three. want his
0: shit you know who else is third best Joe Button, all time
1: that's right that's right number third three best. You, top three not one or two grizzlies <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, that's right guess give me some respect i mean what what more can you say this man scored 52 points on, on 17 field goals like 17 out of 21 like come on now man yeah you can't stop this dude he leads the league in paints in the points in the paint the league the league so i mean we're gonna be a problem su- in the playoffs listen mm-hmm.
0: he's super aggressive i think we're all running into like, like if I were to, you know, compare this kind of run he's going on, like I oh, this kind of run that I feel like he's primed to go on. I'm thinking mm-hmm. that like that Derrick Rose, uh, you know, MVP season where yep. he was just unstoppable. Uh, if he can keep himself healthy and, you know, maybe, maybe. you know, maybe, can... maybe just relax a little bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that and it's, it's just like the. The Blake Griffin effect, the D Wade effect. Um, who else was it? The, not Iverson, but you know, just always trying to dunk on people. Like, just calm down a little bit, buddy. Like, don't get hurt. That's what I'm afraid of Listen, him, right, him
0: getting hurt. Right, y'all, y'all sitting nice at the third spot. I mean, you know, a little bit. Uh, well, actually, I, I had this on the docket, but um, you know, the 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 Nuggets are getting back some key pieces, so they're sure to, I think, surpass the the Mavericks and even the Jazz uh, in the second half. Um, you know, I think that you know we're if if you're a team third in the West right now at this point in the season, you know maybe not turning it off, but certainly you know we're starting to kind of let's let's get to the playoffs so we can have you know we can have full strength uh, to get through these grueling couple months of, of, of the NBA playoffs, especially out there in the West where yep. you know everything is everything is so close. You know, from you know three to well actually from two to two to six really. Um, so.
1: You know who scares me, though? I'm not even going to lie. I put it on Twitter yesterday. Um, the, the Timberwolves scare me. I'm not just talking about against my Grizzlies. I'm talking about anybody. They're young. They're fast. Yeah. They got a big man that can uh, stretch five and cat. Like, I I really like that team, too. And they like, got I, like,
0: underrated. They got role players. I mean, Pat Bev's, you know, quietly having a pretty decent season. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Anthony Edwards, I think he's hurt right now. Isn't he? Yeah, he got hurt. Yeah, so um, um you know, uh, uh, there's gonna be people that have to step up. Um, yeah, they, let's, they got let's shooters, see. man. They got the they got the makings of a of a good team. So, um, we'll see what happens. Right now, they're sitting at seventh. Um, but anything can happen in this second half. Um, and speaking of tours down there at the bottom, uh, the Lakers they stink. <laughs> they really stink. Um, I actually saw this video. I want to play it for everybody, uh, because I think this encapsulates what uh laker fandoms all about um have you ever seen the the gentleman that got like the country accent
1: yeah yeah i'm tired of him yeah <laughs> yeah I, I follow him i can't remember his name i think i think they broke him like yeah that's <laughs> what it said on said i think they broke him
2: here, here we go here we go
0: they beat the motherfucking
2: pelicans the Pelican. is that what you're telling me y'all can't beat the pelicans Nick Bang has to roll over in his damn grave. He ain't even dead. Why did D.Va roll over in his <laughs> damn grave? He's not grade. dead either. Eddie John rolling over in his damn grave. He ain't dead. dead. Rick Fox rolling over in his damn grave. Well, grade. Rick Fox, we thought he was dead, but he was dead. Badass <laughs> Zion Williamson, the 87th Zion. Zion, he ain't even playing. And you can't beat the Pelicans. Jimmy Butler, fire Belinka, fire, fire Frank Vogel, no, oh. assistant coaches, I want them motherfuckers, let's go. go. Do you hear me? <laughs> Adam Silver, don't you put them hoes on TV no more. <laughs> Thirty to the Pelicans, Bro, you need some new damn wine. It's LeBron and the
0: Commodores. <laughs> <laughs> it's LeBron and the Commodores, and really that's what it is. Uh, I watched the game. Uh, they had a game this weekend. Uh, I can't remember who they were playing, but. I just thought to myself, I was like, man, like it looks like this team is just dejected. It looks like LeBron's really like the only one playing hard. Yep. Um, you know, he all by West, himself again. Westbrook, I mean, at this stage in his career, it is what it is. Like, you know, I, I I've seen stories about how they're they're trying to find him a new home in the off season. Um, oh, he gone. Yeah. Uh I think he has a oh well, actually I think he has like a forty five million dollar player option. So He's not gonna, he's yeah, he's not gonna. Uh, what's it called? I mean, yeah. uh, I mean if I, okay, I mean, I yeah, saw, yeah. I I like saw
1: that. reports that they mutually agree that he's not coming back, so oh, I mean, okay. so
0: that means they're probably gonna try to find him a soft spot to land then. Um, because I mean, if it were me, I'm taking the money, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but he, he can get, yeah, that,
1: that's true, that is true. Take
0: my 45 and y'all can move me wherever, I don't care.
1: <laughs> but the, okay? But yeah, but the other team gotta want to pay that too, right? <laughs> um, I, I looked at it. And like you said, LeBron is just the only one out there. I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. I'm I'm sitting there like, but I talked to my homeboy today about this too. I look at the Lakers and I'm ashamed of them, but I also look at the Lakers and be like, LeBron, you created this. This is all your fault. I told people from day one, whatever you do, do not get Russell Westbrook. Do not put this man on your team. He will ruin his team. But of course, GM hat LeBron. Trash LeBron as the GM wants to say, Get Russ. Now, now, Buddy Hill is having career highs in Indiana. You could have had that on the Lakers. All they asked, I, I saw, I heard today, all they asked for was for Kyle Kuzma. They didn't even ask for a big package. They just wanted Cal Kuzma for Buddy Hill. And they said, No, we want Russell Westbrook. Yeah. You, I, I don't feel sorry for him. I'm embarrassed. I'm like, yeah. Now I- you got a, another year wasted. You yeah, scored 30 points for nothing.
0: I feel secondhand embarrassment, too, because, I mean, listen, that that team on paper, you put them all together. Now, obviously, there were concerns about their age and durability going into the season. But, like, you look at the talent level. If, if those guys were playing at an average level for each one of their talent, like, uh-huh. you know, we figured they would have a shot. You know what I'm saying? You got LeBron on that team still playing at an elite level You know, at his age, and you know, you figured they'd still have a shot. So um, LeBron still seems to think they have a shot. Uh, I I I doubt it. I mean, I I, think think a lot of these teams in the West aren't scared of the Lakers at all anymore, as demonstrated by the Pelicans. Who um, CJ McCollum? Bucket. He need he need to get out. He need to get out of
1: Portland. That's all it was.
0: Listen, all well. I mean, he was doing that in Portland, but like, I feel like, I mean. I don't know long term what the Pelicans plans are for him, but like I'd be interested to see him go somewhere or go the mercenary route. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Hey, you know, hey, you need a higher hand. Like this dude is a bucket getter. You know Well, they said the plan line starting lineup.
1: Yeah, well, they said the plan was to have him and Zion be that one-two punch, but like you said, I don't know if CJ even gonna stay in New Orleans. But
0: right. I wouldn't if it took the national media to tell Zion to call you. Like I exactly,
1: exactly, just disrespectful. But I mean, like you said, none of these teams are scared of the Lakers. Um, the problem is, and this is a big slap in the face: the Lakers are what seven games below five hundred. The Clippers mm-hmm. are four games above five hundred, and they have nobody on their team right nobody
0: neither one of their superstars have
1: played much this season they got role players that are hurt like no one's there and they still got a better record than them Mm -hmm. so i mean
0: credit uh, tyron by the way yeah i
1: mean it's just it's just at this point what do you do now i told you earlier i do think they're going to recover after this offseason after what i'm hearing with clutch sports and um your boy rich paul and all that but First things first is get Russ off the team. Get him out of here. Yeah. Get all these old folks out of here. I told you sorry ass. DeAndre Jordan. He is so sorry. I don't know how he, how he was on his team. That they long. wave you know, him, what?
0: but I think he's, uh, he's he going gonna to go, go to the Sixers.
1: Yeah, he's going to go. Yeah, he's going to sign with the Sixers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But uh, let's,
0: uh, Well, let's shift over to the East. Um, okay. Because I feel like, uh, I mean, James Harden has played a couple of games with the mm-hmm. Sixers, 27, 29. You know what I'm saying like looking real Uber, good man. out there. He hooping, man. Um so you know again my favorite to to make a to make a, a strong push in the second half is the Sixers. Now we all think that the Nets can make up some ground, right? Like I feel like they'll progress to the to the mean, right? They can't get like, any worse, but yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um you know, that makes for an interesting race where you have the, the top two teams in the Heat and the Bulls. They don't look like they're budging in terms of uh, you know, how they're playing and and you mm-hmm. know, them putting little streaks together here and there. Um, the Bucks are hanging around at four, the Cavs are still hanging around at five. Um, and so, you know, those those last four slots of the playoffs are, you know, fair game, you know, in terms of in terms of uh, you know, the Nets kinda trying to make a mark. Uh, you know, I, I don't see them pushing past maybe
1: fifth? They're, they're not, yeah, they're not going to get, they're, they're they're too far down, in my yeah. opinion, like, they, all these teams got to go on, like, 10-game losing streaks yeah, for them only, to catch only, up.
0: They're five games back of the Cavs, right? So, right. Like I, mm-hmm. I feel as though like the Cavs, the Celtics, the Raptors, any one of those teams can, you know, have a bad stretch or a bad injury, right? But, like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Nets just I mean, obviously, you can recognize the talent, right? Like, they're going to try to get, um, you know, laws repealed in New York for Kyrie to play. I think the mayor actually spends a lot of time talking about that. Um, And, uh, you know, Katie's expected back soon. Um, And then Ben Simmons, whatever his back is doing, is doing. But, you you know, when he comes back, that's just an added element. Now, the concern with the Nets, obviously, is depth, right? Like, yeah. you know, you got you got a shooter in Seth Curry. That's fine. You got Patty Mills. That's fine. But, you know, like, it, it's it's really going to be a struggle for them to uh, to make a sustained run through the second half, much less the playoffs, right? Um, but, you know, we can all recognize, like, the core of the talent is there. Um, and it's very attainable for them to, you know, certainly climb a couple of spots to – um to have better position in the playoffs but
1: i i think at this point the net's goal is to not be in the playing tournament i think that's their goal because no one wants to play in the playing tournament that's just extra games you got to play just to get in and to play the number one seed
0: i'd actually like that matchup if the heat remain number one like i'd like that matchup uh, i do too that'd be a
1: good series but i mean I mean, I don't know. Ben looking like a bum right now because his back. Now he's week to week. I'm like, all right, man. You, you enough. But I, I, I would love to see that. Yeah, that would be a good matchup. But I mean, the Nets still lack depth. They got a lot of young players on their team, yeah. but we'll see what happens. Kyrie still can't play in the way – I mean, can't play at home. Um, so we'll, we'll have to see. Like I said, it's going to be bad if the Raptors. Say, for instance, the Raptors getting the play in tournament. Mm-hmm. Kyrie ain't gonna be able to play at all if that's the right. case. So um and KD's supposed to come back tomorrow, by the way. So oh, okay, cool. Yeah, he's supposed to come back Thursday night. Um, but like you said, I like the Sixers. Sixers been looking real good. They said the problem's gonna be how is Joel and and uh Harden play together. Mm-hmm. Looks like perfection. You see how many times they're gonna go to the free throw line. Yeah, for sure. Joel um, went to the free throw line 26 I mean, that, times. I
0: mean, that picking that pick and roll, pick and pop just
1: it's unstoppable it's, it's unstoppable it I mean,
0: what are you gonna do okay you, you can't switch like and, and, like if you switch like joel's either gonna shoot over top of you or body you like, <laughs> like no, and,
1: no exactly and and the problem is people have to understand james Harden plays his best when he's happy i mean sounds like a wife or something but yeah. like he wasn't happy in in brooklyn so he's playing like trash he was in houston not even trying to play but now he actually he's been wanting to go to philly this whole time so now he's here and look at him he even got yeah. tyrese maxi Well, he, he was hooping tired, before,
0: to play, tired of playing games you know what i'm saying Like, yeah he's probably the only superstar without a without a ring uh outside of dame but and know, Russ, yeah uh, Russ- Russ, oh, you doesn't have one, right? No, you don't uh, have one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny, like the the stench, <laughs> the stench that is this season or the past couple seasons for us, um, has has not as it's kind of like neutralized the smell of him not having a ring, right? Like you know, like uh, you know, I feel like he's flying under the radar a little bit. So is Dame, by the way. But I feel like the the whole thing with him not willing, to, well, I don't know if he's not willing to leave Portland, but. You know, He's not whole, willing to leave. He's the whole, the whole thing with him staying in Portland and reing up and reing up is you know is distracted from the fact that that man ain't got no rings. Uh,
1: and that's and that's the and and both of them said the same thing where Russ said if he never wins a ring he'll still go home happy and Dame said like the same thing I was like all right man
0: that was actually gonna be my next point is that like maybe some of those guys aren't necessarily motivated by those rings as a accomplishment. Mm-hmm but maybe the money and the individual accolades are enough.
1: Yeah, Dame likes to do that a lot where he, I see him arguing with people and he'd be like, well, which one of y'all get, has $200 million? You know, he says stuff like that. I'm like, you're right, but, I mean, you're not here to play to win too? Like, right. dog, do you not see what's going on in Portland? You out there, you by yourself literally now. So what you going to do now? Yep. CJ gone. I mean, it's time to it's time to hit reality. It's time for this offseason. You need to say, Hey, send me to LA. Like, seriously, he got to. He right. finally got his uh his, his surgery done. He's had that injury for what four years now. He finally got that done. Mm-hmm. So it's time to come on home, man. Yeah. Come on to Cali. <laughs> like it is what it is. We'll see what happens. After, like I said, I think Clutch Sports gonna make some adjustments. Rob Palenka, you gotta go. Uh, Russ, go. Dwight Howard, you gotta go. All of all of you bums, get out. Yep. So, um,
0: all right, let's move on to some other sports news. Uh, did you hear Hugh Jackson hired Art Briles at Grambling State?
1: Yeah, I heard, which was terrible.
0: All right, and then the public, the public uh, backlash.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He did just like the uh, that white coach from uh, Urban Myers.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, uh, for the then Jags. He, then he went ahead and resigned. Um. <laughs> I think the interesting thing. I mean, I don't know. Like, at, I think Hugh Jackson's intentions were were pure. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, maybe this is a guy that I've worked with before, or maybe this is a guy that I know and, and think deserves a second chance uh, to to coach at least, right? Like, if you know Art Brow's story, um, he was like a really successful high school football coach, and then just got jettisoned up to Big Big Twelve power five conference Baylor football and turned them into a juggernaut for, for a little stretch there. And, um, you know, he was unceremoniously let go, um, because of the, uh, all of the, like, I mean, it seemed like every other month we were having a story about a Baylor football player, you know, involved in a sexual assault mm-hmm. of, uh, not only, um fellow students but also fellow student athletes as well um and you know the stench of that um like Kenneth Starr I think was the president of the university like they they fired a whole bunch of people cleaned house and had to like pretty much rebuild that that football program again um and he I mean you know he was part of it he was part of the leadership um you know he circumvented you know character flaws and brought in a lot of guys that had, you know, questionable backgrounds in other places through the transfer portal just to be successful in winning football games. And so I can understand how, if you are an alumni of, of Grambling State, like you like, um, we don't want these type of guys associated with, like you gotta realize too, Grambling State is the most, probably the most historic winning this HBCU college football program I think like between them and Southern, like just recognizable. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hell, the 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 black college football coaches uh, award is named after Eddie Robinson, who was the legendary coach at Grambling. So see, that's uh, what
1: I was surprised at. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Well, yeah, I was just I was just going to say that, you know, that, you know, I, I realized in just reading Hugh Jackson's statement that he released through his 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 foundation you know, I realize what he was saying about the forgiveness, but he also has some other wild shit in there about, like, um, just basically just dismissing sexual assault. Uh, basically saying, like, by bringing up that Art Bryles was involved in, you know, the indirect harm of uh, of sexual assault victims, we're re-victimizing them by bringing it up. You know what I'm saying? And I thought that was kind of unfair Unfair judgment to levy amongst the public, you know that's not the way you deal with that kind of backlash, right. right? Like, you know, like you can you could have just left it at the forgiveness, and that would have been all. But you know, you had to go that extra step. So, you know, he resigned. So it's a pretty much non-story. But I I I, I do think that they're gonna have, you know, kind of they foot on the, on Hugh's neck. I mean, Hugh's been kind of out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he was tripping with what's it called? Yeah, with Brian Flores. He, <laughs> been kind of you know trying to be in the mix a little bit. And you know, I get it if you want to raise your profile, you know, and direct attention to your to your university or whatever, but I mean this is this is probably not it. What
1: what did I tell you about Hugh when he first I say, like, uh, this sound kind of suspect with all this? Yeah, they paid me too. And then two days later, I, I didn't mean it that way. I'm like, all right, man, you said they paid you. <laughs> um, this might be ignorant, but do HBCUs have white coaches?
0: Yeah they have white coaches on staff uh i can't i don't know off the top of my head how many white head coaches they have but uh certainly there are
1: white folks involved in the programs uh hell oh.
0: white, they have white athletes um at some of these schools yeah, so, yeah i know that
1: but i just i just you know, I was, you know I, i've always when i watch the hbcu team mm-hmm. or game like you know i don't really see white coaches they would actually stand out you know because it's of HBCU so I was just wondering but Art Browse tried to sneak up in there with a different profile on face he had a beard yeah I was like this can't be Art Browse from Baylor Art Browse is it right
0: right <laughs> he tried to uh go in disguise I don't well, if you like if you like baseball uh Davey um I think his name was Davey Young um who's a uh who's a manager no was it Bobby was it Bobby Valentine it was one of those managers for the Mets and uh, he got ejected. He came back with a disguise on, <laughs> <laughs> and the ump sent them out back out again. Uh, so, yeah, wild, man. Yeah, they, they you know they they try to change the appearance. All right, next up in the news, um, the WNBA has fined the New York Liberty for providing their team with chartered flights. Um, I did want to do like a deep dive on some of this stuff when. Uh, hopefully, Charlay, if you're listening, hopefully we can get you on soon. Um, but I thought this was very interesting because um, I think that like we all, you know, we've all recognized the power of 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 the women's movement to get pay equality and get accommodations equality. I know the U.S. national team for soccer, the U.S. women's national team for soccer. Um, just reached a, um, a landmark agreement um, to point them in the right direction to get you know equal accommodations. Um, far too far too past time for them to do that. But um, this in particular was interesting. Um, I know Liz Cambridge came out uh, maybe a week or two ago and was you know talking about how you know the accommodations for for WNBA players are piss poor. Uh, a lot of WNBA players, as we've seen, um, have full-time jobs overseas, getting paid a lot more than they would in the WNBA.
1: Stats. Is she the president of like the the women's league or something? Like Who? Cambridge, because that's it's it's like you know every time something happens it's, in the WNBA, it's, she, she's she's so always you, talking.
0: You and Darius Miles keep calling her Cambridge. Is Liz Cambridge? No okay uh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I know mean, who it is though yeah, but I, I feel you i feel you i just want to make a darius miles joke <laughs> um but <clears throat> uh she's not the president anything she's just a player um but uh but basically i'll, re- I'll read from this article in sports illustrated um dd richards lit up when she was asked to identify her favorite non-basketball moment in 2021 me off the court i think it would be napa the smiling liberty guard told the media late september she took uh, though she took issue with the sweetness of the wine, an opinion echoed by a teammate sitting near uh, to her on the p- on the podium, Michaela, uh, who immediately nodded at the sound of the word Napa, Richards visibly relaxed as she recounted the trip. Napa was so much fun, though. It was just an opportunity for us to get together as a team and just be beautiful, you know, love and all that. Um, after the trip, Liberty guard Jasmine Jones said the team owners treat us just like the NBA team uh the team owners in this case are joseph sai uh and i apologize uh i'm sure um his wife's name will appear in this article uh clara wu sai um uh they own that team and they own the brooklyn nets as well um but um they treat us just like the nba team sabrina anescu asked her TikTok, uh can can your owners do this snitching um <laughs> and basically uh, no WNBA owners cannot the Napa trip over Labor Day weekend violated the WNBA's collective bargaining agreement a benefit that vastly exceeded the allowable compensation to players so too did the charter flights Liberty Joe uh, Liberty owners Joe and Clara Wu-Sai, uh bought and provided their team repeatedly throughout the second half of the WNBA season a competitive advantage for the New York team that led uh a league record $500,000 fine of the team, originally floated by the league at 1 million, but reduced on appeal. Itself, an irregular process and the removal of, (laughs) the removal of Liberty executive Oliver Weisberg from the team executive committee. So they were willing, the WNBA was willing and it was floated that they remove an executive, fine them a million dollars and or terminate the team you know what i'm saying and uh there's much more in this si article uh if you happen to want to read up on it uh it was done by howard meggle um who writes on WNBA. um but like i think it's wild right that like now we can all acknowledge i think that you know the the women's the women's professional basketball scene get no um, respect doesn't get any respect now I think a lot a a lot a lot has been done uh within the the NBA family to push and promote the the women's game um but when it's all said and done like I don't feel like the money-making opportunities for women basketball is uh is being looked at in the right way right like you know you have stars in the WNBA that are bigger stars for their social media than they Uh are their players, right? Like the exact opposite of major league baseball, right? So, so why not capitalize on that to generate revenue, right? Like partner with these athletes. And I think that, um, there are like short short, short season leagues, like athletes unlimited who, um, they do, they, this year was their first, inaugural uh women's basketball season um they do it from i believe like the last week or they do it from like mid-january till they just wrapped up last week um and like it's an opportunity for a lot of these women's players to stay stay domestically get paid you know pretty decent have health care all types of stuff um, while they're waiting on WNBA season to to come about, um, this was kind of dreamed up during the pandemic, um, and uh, according to you know the reports and everything, the first season was uh, immense success. Um, I, I listened to a podcast where the um one of the principal owners of Athletes Unlimited was talking about their approach, and I found it interesting that their they're not just looking at their players as employees. They're looking at at the players as partners, as executives, as their own brands. So, you know, the way that their season is structured where like it's a week to week season. So like in one week, like there's a team captain who, you know, there's team captains and they draft their teams and they run a tournament that week. And once that week is done, the next week is up, It's a new draft, maybe a new crop of players. And oh, really? yeah. And they're just in and out and they're playing a lot of these games in you know, kind of a kind of an enclosed environment. Like it's not a lot of fanfare, so to speak. But, um, you know, they have a lot of social media presence and things like that that are helping these athletes get their get their brands up. Right. And like why it took George Soros, son and some hedge fund millionaire from New York to kind of figure that out for the women's game and the WNBA being this, you know, this baby of the NBA, one of the most popular, one of the most popular leagues in the world, like where's the disconnect, right? And I see moves like this where, you know, the players have repeatedly, repeatedly just complained about their accommodations, um, having to fly, they can't charter flights, they have to fly commercial Um, some of these ladies are six, eight, six, ten. you know what I'm saying? Flying commercial being late for flights or, or, you know, being late for games because flights are, are delayed. Um, I think, uh, they have their franchises like Connecticut has a franchise. Right. And, um, I, it was a big thing around the WNBA that like flying into Connecticut, you know, flying into Connecticut, and have or you can't fly directly into Connecticut. You gotta fly into Boston and you gotta drive and then you gotta play. You know what I'm saying? And like, a lot. it's a lot, right? Like there's nothing around there, like the where the franchises are, they're you know, they, they have some in big cities, which is cool, but you know, um, you know, they they just want to be able to be treated like professionals, right? Like and they know it's possible because they're treated like professionals overseas and by shortening Domestic leagues, so you know WNBA. They're kind of they're kind of the management of the WNBA is losing losing the battle and losing the 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 fans. Much like the the corporate structure in the Major League Baseball. I don't know if you heard they're they're locked out right now. The yeah yeah they
1: canceled the first two uh two series of the season. So yeah, I mean they're
0: they're willing to do that for a game that's just wholly unpopular. Um, just dying You know, exactly. Like millennials aren't going to baseball games anymore unless you really like baseball. Um, but you know, they're they've struggled to get more people involved in the game. Um and well, you know, that's that's their that's their issue to figure out. Um, you know, shit, NASCAR got black people interested in NASCAR. You know what yeah. i Like I mean,
1: but I, Yeah, you can do it. I'm just trying to think of what can the WNBA do because they've never had a big fan base like baseball had a big fan, a large fan base back in the day. Now it's dwindling. But the WNBA is still, you know, they have they're losing more fans, I, I will say. I'm going to tell
0: you, I'm going to tell you, like they they can do exactly what the NBA does for their athletes. They sell like the not in a romantic or sexual way, but they sell the sexiness of the game you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like you know like some of these wnba players fly like you know they they got the they get their fits off you know you know mm-hmm. liz got it only fans like i'm not saying that that's what you use to promote your league but yeah, you yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah. Though, right like <laughs> uh, they you know like you have players um that are marketable you know and women love these women basketball players like on my timeline is nothing but like women bigging up like these, these professional athletes, like some even, you know, having women, you know, girl crushes on them and stuff like, yeah, like there's, there's ways you can market this game. Um, shit. What I would do, and this is just me is like during, remember when they had during like the all-star weekend where like they would have like the some of the women's players, you know, come in, participate in like the skills challenge or whatever. I like, only mm-hmm. did it for like maybe one or two years, but you know, pushing that out there. Uh, I think the NBA does a better job of you know when they're when the WNBA is in season, you know, showing the 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 NBA players courtside and you know having them wear the the orange hoodies and all that kind of stuff. Like I think as a league, they do little stuff, but they could take it a step further. Um, yeah. I, feel, I feel like there's some t- tremendous marketing appeal for a lot of these ballers. And, um, you know, like I, I d- someone's just got to care. I know? do too. But
1: I, the thing is like, I've noted, I just noticed this, but it's like women's college basketball is more popular than the WNBA. And from a male's perspective, mm-hmm. I feel as though,
0: I love Texans AM women. That's basketball.
1: what I'm saying. Like, they get so much. Like, when UConn had, you know, that 10 year span or whatever, it's 18 year span, everyone's right. killing. But anyway, you weren't, you
0: weren't picking up what I was putting down. But it's what right. you said, the
1: Texas AM? and I said
0: I love Texas AM women's basketball.
1: See their coach? Oh, yeah, the one that they, the, they've been right, killing we, we on we Facebook. Can on. We can move on. Oh, okay. I got you. Uh, so, 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 anyway, uh, it's, it's, it's some more coaches out there, too. Uh, 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 you know it. Yeah. So, but what I was gonna say, but one thing I know coming from a man's perspective is that sometimes when we try to big up them, they take it the wrong way, and then it kind of like off-putting. I'm just uh, saying. I, I
0: saw that with like. I mean, I don't think it's. I saw that with like the Andre Iguodala when like the, when he said who's who's, old, who's, who's number zero, number or whatever. whatever. Yeah. 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 She's like, oh, I got a name, and I mean, like, she was like, I think she's. She jumped out there, but like, in the same in the same respect, right? Like, you know, yeah, she got a name, you know. What I'm no, no,
1: no, I get that, but I'm saying it's like every time the only time the WNBA gets publicity is for it's it's for bad things. It's, you see what I'm saying? Not bad things, like something negative, instead of it just being like we could be minding our business and then they be like, oh, Liz got a OnlyFans, even though she's not getting negative or anything. But you know, that's how they were promoting it. And I was like, well, this is the only pub that y'all giving the WNBA is it gotta be someone gotta have OnlyFans or someone gotta talk shit to somebody on Twitter you, for them. Huh? I
0: don't know if you watched the WNBA All-Star uh like that exhibition, that game that they had against the Olympic team. No, I didn't. Uh that the whole event surrounding that WNBA All-Star last year was really good, but nobody watched it. So I mean they, like they, I feel like I feel like people would enjoy watching. WNBA, if they actually tried to watch the WNBA, but like they they don't you know what i'm saying they don't
1: promote it either though they don't have any promotion
0: yeah that's what i was gonna say like who's gonna be responsible for putting that bug in people's ears right like it you know again you have you literally have i bet you uh i forgot her name young she used to play for indiana um and then she got uh she's a free agent this year signed somewhere else um, but like you got you got players that, you know, have big social media followings, but maybe half the women that follow them don't even know they're basketball players. They just see like, you know, that they're they post makeup tutorials or whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, but they they just known for that. And um, you know, I think there's got to be maybe a concerted effort amongst the athletes in the WNBA to kind of promote the wnba or at least have like a league initiative to to capitalize on some of these some of these women's followings you know what i'm saying like for me the only the only way that i follow the wnba is through twitter right okay. Through twitter through twitter and instagram you know what i'm saying so like i'm not going to the washington post to look up the box scores for Opening weekend of WNBA. I'm just gonna look on Twitter. I'm just gonna look on Instagram. Oh, that was a nice move. Okay, cool. You know, what I'm saying like the WNBA needs to somehow figure out how to tap into that. So that they're not. So that they're not nickel and diamond people. Um, and you know, basically to create a competitive advantage, finding teams that you know their owners are willing to to go there for their players. You know what I'm well, saying?
1: Well, but it's it's just like so. My TV is on ESPN probably 98% of the time, 99% of the time, like pretty much all day, every day. And I don't ever see WNBA commercials. I don't see anything like promote games. Well,
0: during the season you do, because I, I watch ESPN. Yeah,
1: but I'm saying they don't even hype you up, like WNBA is coming, you know, like, and then the only time I watch a game is on accident. Like I accidentally change it on there. I'm like, oh, okay, a game's on. Okay. But you're on, like I said, you're on Twitter, all of that. But I'm talking, I just started Twitter. So, but I'm talking about coming from like a regular consumer, like, say, for instance, Nicole, she wouldn't know when the WNBA is on. Uh, A lot of people don't. And they just don't promote it. I mean, I've been to a WNBA game. It was fun. I mean, they didn't have nobody there. And I was in the LA Sparks game Mm -hmm. and no one was there. And that's when Candace Parker was there. And it was like, no one was really there. So, I just think they need to promote it more. They need more marketing. They need like Kenneth Parker and Skylar Diggins can't be the only ones doing stuff like. I but see. Is,
0: I'm telling you, that's the. They're not like like it like it's out there if you want to see it right. Like I think mm-hmm. I think the WNBA's problem is that they need to, they the audience for the NBA is literally not the same for the WNBA. If they if they can if they can somehow, like, cause a lot of these NBA fans, they, get, they can't get past the misogyny. Oh, they don't dunk. Yeah, They, can't, they yeah. can't get past that. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's not who you should be looking to, to, to get as fans. Right. Like I think when the WNBA was at its most popular, they were literally going into like these little girls houses, right? Like they're like little girls that like maybe the generation of player that's playing today they grew up in the golden area era of the WNBA where, you know, you had those Houston Comets teams. I mean, even, you know, for better, or for worse, uh, UConn, you know, being dominant for so long, mm-hmm. um, that put the women's game in such a spotlight for little girls who are also Hoopers. But like, like the thing is, is that like, they're going to have to go there again, but they're also going to have to get those girls' parents too. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they're gonna have to figure out a way to to get into the hearts and minds of people who don't necessarily follow basketball like that. You know what I mean? Because I feel like your 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 standard basketball nerd and the NBA like your NBA fan, like they're your standard NBA fan is casual. They're not like hardcore hoopers. Like I feel like to love the women's game, you had to have like, you know, been a hooper at some point. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the only way you can kind of recognize it. And not, you know, like that separates the people that are just looking for highlights, you know, oops and, you know, uh, uh, death defying jumps and all that kind of Mm -hmm. shit um, versus, you know, actual skill. Like some of these girls walking around with a ratchet, some of them walking around with the ball on the string. Like you got like big, you know, big women like Liz and um, and uh, Tina Charles um, that like are legit like some of the best big and I don't want to say I mean big men you know in terms of skill you know what I'm saying like like that's the like I would imagine like my pops like would love like watching you know today's WNBA based off of the skill level you know what I'm saying like like I feel like they're like that game is much more entertaining to watch however the product itself um you know uh how it's presented and packaged on TV and from a marketing standpoint, it just doesn't really like draw people in like it should and that's not the player's fault. It's the WNBA's it's the league office and whoever is responsible for for you know running up revenue over there um you know it's their responsibility to really do right by these players and you know these team owners for better for, like I think the WNBA, you know, Kelly Loeffler aside has like probably the most progressive and, you know, and diverse ownership, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, I feel like they'd be on board to do whatever, you know, but you know, it's, it's just kind of, you know, a, a league thing that, that is just a sad state of affairs. Like they're gonna, they're literally gonna lose like COVID dying down. Like, they ain't made no moves in two years. They're, they're going to start seeing their players go overseas again.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, it, or, it's just like. what's
0: happening with the, you know, Athletes Unlimited or any kind of similar league that that starts stateside. So they're going to have competition.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just like perfect example. You know who Ka- Caitlin Clark is? She plays for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Yeah. Straight up bucket, right? Ratchet. She is she is all over ESPN. Like, yep. every time I'm watching Sports Center, she's everywhere. Aaliyah and I'm Boston like,
0: huh? Aaliyah Boston the South Carolina. Yeah,
1: like, they getting all this pub. But then when they go to the WNBA, I mean, yep. they, you ain't going to hear nothing about
0: them. This is like, a lesson to you, ladies. Take advantage of that NIL in yep. college because when you get to the WNBA, it's like going to play for the Anaheim Angels. Like,
1: <laughs> you feel me? So this man went old school. Say at You know high angels. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. but it's it's just like you shouldn't get more pub in college than you are in the, in the professional league. Like that's uh, that's absurd.
0: I mean, I feel you. I feel I feel what you're saying. I'm you're saying, saying if, you know, there's some people that was like super. I mean, Tim Tebow. I mean, perfect example, right? Like, yeah, but those are one offs. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Uh, yeah, no, yeah.
1: I'm talking about he's a Heisman winner too. But I'm talking about like Caitlin Clark. She's not gonna be. I don't know. I don't even know their awards, but I'm saying she gonna go to M- the WNBA hooping and no one's gonna care. No one's gonna care. I mean, it's uh, that's that's what I'm talking about. Though it's just they just don't get any pub. And this this chick is a bucket. She is a bucket. And so it's I don't I don't know. Like I said, we're gonna have to get Charlotte on and just. Hear it's her respect, point of view about respect.
0: it. Yeah, yeah, we definitely got to break that down because yeah, because um, yeah. especially get a woman's
1: perspective because yep. you know, we're just dumb men that, that yep. watch sports. We're dumb
0: niggas. <laughs> we're <just> no, no <laughs> dumb niggas. <laughs> All right, let's get into some music.
2: New Conway.
1: It's
0: called Guilty. God don't make mistakes y'all.
2: Back from the trenches Back with oh. the oh. back with extension about When they had me laying on my back and intensive Clapped in my head and neck That shit was inches From hitting my carotid. I would have bled to death And nobody oh. could stop, to stop Talk, talk, talk I to him the Too close to my voice box To try to get it out of Can't touch when now I die There's anything we can do about it Bells palsy from damage to my nerves No feeling in my legs I took a There's bullet in the head, in nigga. head That's why I chuckle at the comments that I read About the way my face and shit I could have been I'm dead, dead. do focus yeah, on the lyrics Don't focus on my appearance You, you know you too pussy to go through it So you fear it you, you see the way that they quoting this shit hysterically What you see is the dopest of any era machine Ooh. Like a line of some coke you sit on a mirror Sniff nigga This shit is a gift you nigga King of the underground but still I'm a rich nigga A few years ago I was just my dick,
1: nigga. story. I ain't my pitch, All right, man. All right, all right, man. Don't give them too much. Don't give him too much. <laughs> oh, listen,
0: like this album really had to grow on me. I think, uh, yeah, and, yeah. I think it's because I heard like a, you know a couple of these songs already, um, which is cool. You know, what I'm saying, See, I told you, told heard, you about that. I heard Stressed, I heard John Wu Flick, I heard piano love or at least a version of it um and you know i I just you know it took me a second to settle in but dog he murdered this shit like yeah he continued his his evolution you know in terms of like what he's been um choosing for beats and what producers he's choosing to work with um this is a really 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 good debut uh for a major label um i think maybe his his deal is done with shady so i'm excited to see what he's got planned or what he's got in the tuck in terms of uh getting out on the road um new music different things like that uh what he's gonna do with his drum work imprint uh, but yeah really good album man what you think
1: and uh, so like you said it kind of it need to grow me it probably needs to grow me more um because there's a couple of songs where i was like all right here's the typical griselda but then songs like what you just played um i gotta get the track listing out that and it was like like i like when you when you actually be invulnerable and you tell like when he was saying he was depressed mm-hmm. uh one of my favorite songs was so much more that was a great song to me um, smell
0: pearls joint I- with jill scott rapping
1: yeah, yeah. Hey, I was going I was going to put it on, on Facebook. I'm going to say Jill Scott's verse was better than 2 Chain's whole album. <laughs> okay. I mean,
0: you, you controversial opinion, but I wouldn't be
1: mad at you. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. Uh I kind of wanted more, but you know, that's just me being greedy. You um more than 12
0: songs?
1: No, no, I'm saying like So like oh, you said the beat select. So like, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted more from the content. Um like I don't it's just like what i said i don't want to hear the same typical stuff all the time like switch it up he switched it up on here but it wasn't as much as i wanted him to do so i mean but it's his you know he had to stick to his roots you know but i i really liked what he had to say on here um
2: this tear guy is drunk. crazy
1: yeah we have to see what I'm happens trying man. to keep
2: my head above the water huh? on side ground, post traumatic stress disorder got me smoking out of bounds. Heard a nigga say he gon' do something to me. How that sound? Anybody get out of bounds, shots gon' come and knock me down. He's probably gon' get my flowers while I can smell them. It's gon' take my untimely demise For they realize I was a legend. I can see this shit now, everybody posting their pictures. With a caption And make people think you really was my nigga, told my mama don't. Let them fuck niggas in my funeral. Bury me and my jewels so niggas know my life is beautiful. It was to write it all challenges on fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> they was inspired by that feeling that I provided. Booker Conway and far from my final chapter. Uh-huh. With tire my idols wasn't Yeah,
0: man, man it just sounds good. Like race
1: to the Yeah. It it does, always man.
0: always in a league of his own, I think. Um I don't think too many people fucking with him right now. So shout to Conway, shout to Grizelda. Um shout to Shade. Zo nope maybe we'll, we'll, <laughs> nope. let's go ahead and transition into this so uh i think you were talking about it last week how joe was like remember how he posted that thing where you know he was like pointing at uh, he posted that meme of russell westbrook when he was pointing at the crowd. yeah well he's like who's man is this uh uh-huh. yeah, you were trying to figure out what that meant and you thought mm-hmm. it was maybe maul or somebody well yeah. it turns out he was talking about his uh half of the slaughterhouse group uh Crooked Eye and Joel Ortiz. They um mm-hmm. and did you have you seen did you see the video like that the little web series that they wanted to start? I saw I saw
1: a preview of it. I didn't I didn't pay them I no saw, mind.
0: Man, it looked like they just pressed. Like
1: yeah, I, um, I, mean, I I've a, I, as much as I like Slaughterhouse, I've I can I I'll say this on wax. I've never liked Crooked Eye or Joel. I mean, I'm not even talking about as as people. I'm talking about as rappers. I was like, they're the weakest ones on the group, which people like to argue with me. I'm like, uh, I'd rather just listen to Royce so and I'm, Joe. I'm,
0: but, not, I'm not gonna argue with you. I I like all of them. Like, I you know. But I'm yeah, I figured. I mean,
1: I knew you would like them, but I'm just saying. Like, but then when they when they started doing this this past week, I'm like, all right, man. Like, <laughs> you ain't yeah. really up in your case. And y'all, what are y'all doing? Yeah, it just, but go ahead, man. It just
0: seemed very like pressed and very desperate. Like. Even the content they created out of it, like the um, they, the little webisodes they got, it's called Foreclosure, F-O-U-R, Closure. You can look it up on YouTube. They've released two, uh, yeah, two um, uh, episodes, right and now. basically they're, they're deeming it as the end of Slaughterhouse. Uh, of course, Royce, you know, and Joe of, of the position that, you know, two niggas woke up one day and said, hey, we want to destroy half of the group and exactly here we are you know what i'm saying and i'm sure they feel certain things about that you know given that you know they are kind of like a underground hip-hop like 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 you wanted this group to work you know what i'm saying like i mm-hmm. think you know everybody that that's really in this shit like you know everybody with their jam sports they they really they really 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 wanted this shit to work but you know i think we're all just dis- i think we all losing this you know what i'm saying and yep. it's just sad to see niggas go out like this so uh they look
1: i mean they look like like they just look like some attention whores, bro like, like what are y'all say, doing like, like they, let it they go
0: was, they were sitting in that barbecue restaurant looking like they were like <laughs> like are you sure you're gonna do this man Like, you wanna you wanna, yeah,
1: man. It's time. It's time. You know, bro. I was like, y'all ain't got nothing else to do. Y'all ain't got nothing else to do but bring this like, up,
0: dog. Like y'all, y'all all individually, and you know, you might disagree, but they're all individually, dope rappers. Like I feel like, you know, I'm not saying they're the not times, dope. I just don't like
1: them. I mean, I just, I mean, yeah,
0: but I'm saying like the 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 time has kind of passed for them in terms of you know putting out music together. Like you know, joel has been releasing music. I'm not sure if Crook's been releasing music like that. He has, he Um, he has. Okay, Crook's been releasing music and then, you know, Joe's not doing music anymore. So, you know, it, it, you know, it it kinda is how it goes. Um, It's just sad that it ends like this, like, you know. You know what it remind me of? What's that?
1: The Eminem move. Every time Eminem comes out with some music or he starts dissing people or name dropping and this big publicity stunt, I'm like, Stop it, man. Like, you don't gotta do that no more. Just sell your music gonna sell for itself. Your true fans are gonna listen to it. You ain't gotta go diss nobody. You don't have to make talk about oh, it's only two of us out of four. Like, man, just stop. Like, are y'all Joel- look like some clowns. Like, y'all really look like some clowns now.
0: Are uh Joel and Crooked Eye signed the shady or something?
1: I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I think uh you know, they still got that slaughterhouse album that never got released, and they keep talking about that. And I'm like, Y'all either release it or shut up. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, now, now, was that song? I think that song Joe played last week was on that slaughterhouse album. Yeah, I, yep. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. It 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 was this was unwarranted, this was unnecessary. You, y'all didn't have to do that. Like, you, you could have just like, like Joe said, y'all are burning your own merchandise like, that right. you own. Like, what are you doing? Like, right. just, just clown shit. Yeah. Uh, and I guess they're trying to get Joe to come back out. Even, but what, what was funny was Roy said that he didn't know that the group broke up, and he right, even he said up
0: one day, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah,
1: and he he was like, Joe said he'll rap again, but who knows? I mean. yeah Maybe Who knows? They're I, to
0: give them, maybe they're trying to give him something to rap about, which I can fuck with. yeah, um, I mean, I, I don't mind it, but yeah, yeah I've they actually just gotten back into listening to some of the old Joe Button. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was listening. I like
1: Hurt Joe now. I told yeah. you, I like Hurt Joe. I, I listened
0: I listen to that OLS series on
1: Saturday. Go, oh, yeah, you, you bummed it. Yeah, yeah, I see Ice put it on Twitter. It was like this yeah. for the fans. I was like, Y'all ain't got this, y'all sales? Okay,
0: yeah. um, but uh, but yeah, so you know, thoughts and prayers. Uh, let's move into festival season. Uh, let's start with the one that's coming up soon. Dreamville Festival. They announced their lineup today. Um, and uh, it's uh, the I think the highlight um, from this is that they are doing a two-day event this time. Uh, the first time they did it, it was just a one-day event. Um, it was super lit. I went. Probably the last time I'll ever go to a festival because I'm old. But Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. I'll probably go to a festival at some point, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it was the first year they didn't really have the, I mean, they had a dope spot, Dorothea Dix park, which is in the, um, like right outside of downtown Raleigh. It's huge, uh, huge acreage It's right off of the NC state campus. So, you know, it's really dope. Um, but, um, you know, they didn't really have like the food vendors and, shit like that, I mean, you know, for the amount of people that were there, they just mm-hmm. couldn't keep up, you know what I'm saying, so, um, but they had two stages, it was dope. This year, they have a two-day concert, uh, both Saturday and Sunday, April 2nd and 3rd. Um, Saturday, the headliner is Blast, Year Foreign, Earth Gang, Ja Rule Nishanti, Jid, Kalani, Lil Baby, Loot, Moray, Mariba, uh michaela Jean and Whizkid, kid um and then sunday headlined by ari linux boss bia dj drama gangster grills which will feature lil wayne jeezy and ti cause j cole larry june money bag rico nasty omen t-pain the hicks i don't know who that is uh and wale um so yeah (laughs) that's gonna be a lit festival and it is the fact that they're doing two days is super dope um you know i i hope they i hope they provide like you know online like a, a streaming option because i'd love to like i'd pay for it to stream it uh just not trying to be up in the mix yeah, gonna uh, say you know you close to it i'll tell you a quick story about the last time I, when i went to the first dreamville so me my homeboy his cousin um you know we all planned to be up there like you know we drove up there i got my hotel in raleigh you know what i'm saying like you know i went over homeboy's house we had a little you know pre-game you know smoke a little bit then we rolled out right so what we should have done was go up go downtown to a parking garage catch one of the shuttles over. But in my head I was like, yo, my man's mom stays like literally a mile away. Um, you know, across the highway or whatever. So we could just park there and walk. And walk, you know huh? what I'm saying? Bro, it was so hot. And <laughs> they like they closed some streets so like we couldn't um we couldn't cut through like I knew how to cut through. Like there's a farmers market on one side of the uh of the park. And usually, like, I would cut through the farmer's market to get to the park. But they had it all cordoned off, so I had to walk all the way around. Yeah. So every step of that mile was just, like, around this long, hot, uphill, ah, windy curve. And it was a mess. It was it was, it was a terrible experience. Then we got there. As soon as I got there, Jid was on the stage. So I was like, oh, yeah, straight. I'm going to go check out Jid real quick, and then I'm going to get something to eat. Um, after Jed's set went off, I walked over to the, where the food was, which was by the second stage, um, over there. I can't remember who was on stage then, but dog, when I tell you we were waiting in line for food for two hours, man, dog, Mm -hmm. it was ridiculous. Like that line was super crazy. Um, the food was terrible. Like next time I'm just sneaking food in. Like I'm not, I'm not doing this. Like I should have known, like I used to go to festivals all the time, but I thought I could, you know i thought i could could you know old nigga this festival and i can't so uh next time i go to a festival uh perhaps it might be dreamville who knows i don't know how it. you gonna
1: sneak in food i know in, in, in atlanta nah it ain't no way you're gonna sneak that in uh
0: you know what i'm saying you can sneak like you know trail mix you know what i'm saying some oh okay i got you some snacks or, or like something like that, i got you, you know what i'm saying have your lady yeah. put some in her purse you know what i mean like you know there's different ways to go about it yeah that's uh, true next up Roots Picnic, that was announced a couple weeks ago, but um, that takes place June 4th and 5th. Um, Headlined by Mary J. Blige with the roots. That ought to be interesting. Um, Summer Walker and Kid, um, We got Jasmine Sullivan. Uh, Black so it is this like
1: a r and
0: uh, I'll get into it. It's Black Thought, Rock, Rick Ross, Benny the Butcher, Masego, Kirk Franklin, Freddie Gibbs, Mickey Guyton. Robert Glasper, Bilal, DJ DJ Jazzy Jeff and Rakim, Babyface Ray, Money Long. I don't know the rest of these niggas. Alex Isley, Tone Stiff, Duran, Ty Tribbett, Jordan Hawkins, Mac and Cheese, who is uh, Gilly's son's uh, group. And then they'll have a podcast stage with Million Dollars Worth of Game, Rory and Maul. That's going to be boring uh earn <laughs> earn your leisure horrible decisions jamel hills unbothered carefully reckless with just hilarious um i don't know the rest of those around the way curls podcast bulls. um yeah i don't know none of them niggas but uh oh forgot chief Keef, tiara whack g herbo music soul child keisha cole swv um so yeah that's gonna be lit too uh that takes place in philadelphia um again that's a two-day festival june 4th and 5th um so yeah that's gonna be lit um i haven't seen i haven't seen uh if afropunk has uh released their lineup um and I gotta, I gotta check with gerard i'm not sure if he still works um for for the legal counsel but uh i'll be on the lookout for afropunk i know they're taking their show on the road so gonna you know, like they have their home base in Brooklyn. Um, but they're going to have a show in Atlanta, Miami, I believe, Paris, um, which they've been doing for a couple of years now. Um, so I'd be interested to see what that lineup looks like when it comes out. Uh, of course, Pharrell's joint, summer in, Something's in the Water. Um, got So where is this again? Where's
1: what? This festival. Which one? The one you just talking about.
0: Something in the Water? Yeah. Uh, that one is in Virginia Beach. Oh, okay yeah hampton area so um in the summer that's like perfect too um but yeah so we'll see am i leaving out one i feel like i missed one. oh rolling loud miami has uh uh has a festival that they're that they're doing um i can't remember who was on it um i thought i saved it but maybe i didn't uh hold on, let's see rolling loud we're doing a little podcast here insert the uh Insert the because, yeah, it's, it's big. Uh, rolling loud. Uh, I know Kendrick's going to be on one day, Kanye's going to be on the other. Oh, know? hey, all right. So it's a three day, three day festival, July 22nd through 24th. Uh, on Friday, you got Yay as the headliner, Playboy Cardi, Lil Dirk, Don Tolliver, Two Chains, Lil Yachty, Three Six Mafia, Sweetie, um, G Herbo, Fabio Forum, Bia. Uh, cash Doll, AB, your boy, is on the lineup. Oh yeah, I heard. Day. Um, oh boy, I don't know the rest of these niggas. Little Darky, who's that? Uh,
1: did you hear? Uh, did you hear about the rumor though? what's that Kendrick Lamar?
0: Okay, so we're getting the Saturday Futures uh, headline in Lil Uzi Vert, Gunna, the baby, Gucci Mane, Lil TJ, Ski Master, Slump God. Uh, City Girls, Kevin Gates, Aminé, Lotto, Soldier Boy, Nardo Wick, Key Glock, Action Bronson, Ace Hood, Drezy, Lil Baby Tate. Um, I don't know the rest of them niggas. Saucy Santana, Dream Doll. Uh, I don't know the rest of them niggas. Nope, I don't know the rest of them niggas. All right, and then Sunday, Kendrick Lamar headline. Lil Baby, Kodak Black, Baby Keen, uh, Trippy Red, Moneybag Yo, ASAP Ferb, ESTG, Young Nudie, Currency, uh, Flo Millie, Tali Yahweh, Shinsia, Babyface Ray, Mozzie, Spot 'em Got 'em. Uh, Boy, yes, I'm getting old. I'm getting old, dog. I don't know none of these names. They're small. I don't know none of these names. Plus surprise right. guests. There we go. That's a name I recognize. Plus surprise, surprise guests. Guest. Yeah, so we might get some surprises. Um, yeah, that looks like it's gonna be a pretty lit lineup too. Uh, I think I think I think if you were going to a, going to go on one day, you probably hit the Sunday lineup with Kendrick uh, headlining because you got Money Bag on there. You got yeah, uh, you already know. You got ESTG on there, Currency on there. You know what I'm saying? Got they your boy Mozzie. Mozzie on there. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, as always, when going to Rolling Loud, stay safe, stay free and stay blessed because uh, police is out there. So, you know what you're getting Hello. into. You are, we got we got well enough advance notice. I, I, I shouldn't be hearing about any of these artists, you know, and Rolling Loud especially. They got to tighten up because they're actually being sued by a Slim 400 uh, family. Because he, oh, got, really? yeah, because he got stabbed at a Rolling Loud event in Louisiana or in uh, L.A. and he died. And um, you know, if you're there to work, you ought, yep. you ought to be able to work in a safe environment. And, mm-hmm. you know, the venue, the festival, whoever. Especially
1: if some, something happens, security should at least intervene or yep. keep keep that from happening. Well, but they
0: should, <laughs> you know, let the people move with who they move with, so that there's
1: it doesn't know, happen. Yeah, right. But um. But no, I was going to say the rumor was about Kendrick Lamar. Uh, It was it was I'm surprised you didn't catch this. They said rolling loud tweeted today about Kendrick Lamar being there. And they said, yep, it's exactly what you think it is. Um, And he said a new album. Huh? don't care. I've stopped caring. Oh,
0: (laughs) I stopped caring. After you kept giving me false hope. Now you stop caring. Hey, look, listen, like, you know, people can change i can evolve but you know, <laughs> like seriously like i think like honestly this is a stupid conversation and i'm not going to continue it
1: <laughs> so so like you said people can change <laughs> now you want to change this man hey paul album coming out what, what was that you said so you can't see it's like november this november 15th stupid. he was like nearby december 15th <laughs> this
0: is a stupid conversation and i'm not going to continue it like, going to move on? Um, Snowfall, Snowfall, come on in twenty minutes, nineteen minutes to be exact.
1: No, it comes minutes. out in an hour and nineteen minutes.
0: Oh, is it ten o'clock? Yeah,
1: look at you, wow, man.
0: Nah, man, Kendrick. I feel like you know. Hey, look, he gonna give us the music when he give us the music. Oh um, man, it's you know, been five years, dog. Like, it's like, ridiculous. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's been five years. I can wait like four months. I'm cool with like, Whatever, <laughs> whatever, dog. Like, right. you know, do you? Um, let's move on. Talk better Let's move on <laughs> to TV and movies. Let's get into it. Um yeah. yeah, this week uh Tommy broke me. I I I'm fed up. Um it definitely is one of the weaker power spinoffs so far.
1: It's the uh, weakest. It's the weakest.
0: I thought, <laughs> I thought that, like, I thought I was gonna be all in, like the like like midway through this episode. I was like, oh shit, okay. You're bringing the Serbians back, cool. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Like that's it. Like, immediately, they kill off. They kill off the one good thing. Like didn't all we almost? Them. Didn't we almost have it all?
1: You know yep. what I'm saying?
0: Like <laughs> look, like, I saw. I was like, huh? you you bring them Serbians back in. I'm 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 there Sunday morning, I, twelve o'clock.
1: I looked. I said, what? I didn't expect that. <laughs>
0: <Slide>. <laughs> you the
1: now, if this
0: if this is gonna be a parade of old Tommy villains coming to Chicago and Tommy wiping them out quickly within one episode, then I'm not, I'm not interested. Five
2: minutes, you mean? <laughs> what did five minutes? <laughs>
0: I, I'm not interested. Like he already, you know, the Liliana girl brought the Serbians to his doorstep. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Didn't she, I, I forget. Did she leave at the end of this episode? she gone? I know they were trying to get her out of there because the Serbians are going to fuck her up. No,
1: nah, I don't think she left. Oh, okay. The well, show's so bad. Who cares? Yeah, um, exactly. Who cares? Go ahead. Go. I, I would. I the writing was on the wall that the show was bad when Tommy was out here Hulk stomping in that damn house <laughs> when he kept doing it, he did it like three times like why does he keep doing that like why do you keep trying to step on her then all of a sudden he steps uh, on it and yeah, it's like coke in the floor like or heroin.
0: Yeah, he's trying to step on a
1: cockroach. You know? Yeah, I was like, why does he keep doing that? I was and, like, all right, and, this is bad writing.
0: And why and why does you stomp in a result in you stomp in a hole in that wood floor? Like that's what I
1: said. I said, okay, uh, okay. Like th- this makes perfect sense. You stomping that hard. Uh, I, was, right. I, I, I told you it's it's over. Like, I think people use the hype of Tommy's character to try to sell, which it did. Everyone was like, Can't wait till Tommy, can't wait till Tommy. Now we're watching it. And I'm like this show is trash like it's just it's 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 nothing like they're not doing anything there's nothing really that
2: definitely i
1: thought it was fun i like the beat i mean it's like like when the call was was like paul you're not even like enthusiastic you're not excited to watch i was like man just turn this on like uh, i'm watching it just just to watch it now like i'm not looking forward to anything i don't even care i don't care nothing's happening
0: yep but you know whatever like i'm a completionist i'm gonna finish it so maybe i'll watch it this week maybe i won't if i watch
1: it you know you'll watch it it. you'll watch it it's worse than tariq shit and i thought tariq shit was like gonna be the worst one
0: but that actually was entertaining as bad as it was yeah um and with this i mean i'm just gonna watch it and you know if something interesting happens we'll mention it on here if not we'll continue to say it's trash
1: um speaking of which so the white dude that's with tommy you know, he's in Hightown. Did you ever watch Hightown any episodes of that?
0: Uh I'm almost through with the first season, but Oh, okay. It's really a slow burn. I can't really Yeah. Can't really fuck with it
1: like that. But it's it's better than Tommy to me it was. I mean, she's Hightown, just doing so much. Huh? High
0: Hightown, um, the the character he plays is like the dude that the main character's cool with and like we like letting her borrow his car and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember him. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, whatever, we'll see. Uh, let's move well, into Snowfall. Snowfall dropped two episodes on our head tops last week.
1: That's right. I was surprised. I was surprised.
0: I Listen, I, I watched the first episode and I saw the second episode. Was out there. <laughs> I was like, all right, I guess I'll watch this. Um, I got through like 10 minutes of it and I fell asleep. No, so nah, I finished it. Yeah. I, wa- I watched it the next day. Um, good start. I mean, it was know, a lot quicker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was genuinely confused as to where this, this chick came from that was working at his real estate office. Like, Last I, I wanted some closure. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted, yeah. like, hey, bro, you put down that cane and and, and, and walked out of that church. Like I want to know what happened afterwards Well, like, I like, mean, a she's sudden, a-, a. All of a sudden, he a pilot now. You know what I'm saying? Like he out there, like Wanda doing or what's her name, Rhonda, Wanda, Rhonda, um, the crackhead. She doing good. Yeah, she she done got clean. You know what I'm saying? She helping out people getting clean. Like you know, there's a lot that transpired in between you know, that season. And maybe I don't know if they wanted to like continue to tell the same linear storyline as they were when John Singleton was, was, uh, you know, behind the camera Mm -hmm. uh, or if they were trying to just go a different direction for this season. Um, but I'm interested. I mean, you know, like a lot of the familiars are still there and we're, you know, we're getting, you know, a different side to the game. Like we're on the down now we're on the downside of, of crack and you know really the whole game at this point because you know obviously you know the war in in Nicaragua and Latin America is is kind of winding down Mm -hmm. you know there's been you know been all the exposure of Iran-Contra like you know it's close to that time period because I think they're at 86 right now um so um it's close to that time period anyway um and it's just are they in 86 yeah i believe so
1: okay they might be um,
0: so you know um it, it's like i said it's 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 good it picked up well
1: yeah so but i could tell it's a different writer like you said you could tell it's a whole lot of different stuff going on because now a lot of people's characters are changing oh white dude from the fbi like he's just don't give a fuck no more he ain't got wait, nothing wait, to lose wait. Yeah. Um, CIA. Yeah. No, no, Teddy, Teddy, whoever his name is. Um, but now you know they're they're trying to make it seem like he's going to be the antagonist of the show. Um, a lot of stuff going to be going on, man. Um, I'm really surprised because I thought, I thought his, I thought Louis and uh, Jerome, I thought they were still, they moved completely to Arkansas, or no, they just, just
0: they just went to Arkansas to to set up that distribution yeah. point. You know what I'm saying? Like they they wanted to get out of LA. They're actually the only ones that are set up to do some shit smart. Eh, I won't say that because Frank was trying to get in a legitimate business, but he's he's not going to be able to get out of the game. No, of course not. Of course not. Because Reed not going to let him. You know what I'm saying? Or Teddy not going to let him. So you know, I know that's going to create friction with with um, with Louis and and and.
1: It's already it's already friction. There's still friction yeah. there, uh, yeah. and now you see no one's trusting franklin because he just popped off his childhood friend like <laughs> he just killed everybody was like damn you Lee killed Lee him Ray for real like, damn
0: you killed him bro
1: yeah he was like hey, you look did you see peach's face when he did it he was he like high as shit he, on he that was shit. like bruh if you gonna kill him i know you'll kill anybody
0: yeah because he, he know he on that shit that's why yeah like, hey you know and look, uh, uh, Rhonda or Rhonda, whatever crackhead name is, she need to be watching him. She yep. the one? She gonna be the one to spill the beans? Uh, like, mm-hmm. hey, frankly, your man, your man's putting that stuff in his nose. Man. Yep, your so, man, I like, you don't y- smell y- it, y- like
1: y- you don't see it. Yeah, <laughs> using you don't, you, don't see him straddling the line when he driving
2: you around, bro. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, man, I mean.
1: I mean, but like you said, when they started off, I was like, "Where's his girlfriend Come, She came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, now he get having a baby, so, uh, supposedly. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Um, now it's like, Franklin, try to do whatever he can to keep his. But I don't think she knows everything that Franklin does. I know, yeah. you know, but I mean, we'll see what happens.
0: Uh, I think she knows, but like she's. No, I know she
1: knows. I don't think she knows he's like a killer. Like he, oh, he like right. she can assume She, she, can, uh, she should
0: assume she should have, so but but again we don't know where she came from we know how they met we don't know yeah i was like uh she might be a plant now that's the thing like i I mean that's the obvious swerve right like anybody can write that you know hey we don't know where this chick came from yeah Uh, she obviously had to do something to get close to franklin because we know how franklin just got burnt already and he's like you know he's a smart guy he learns from his mistakes so to speak so like you know we'll see how we'll see how she got close i'm sure though uh, elaborate on that a little bit uh throughout the season uh we look forward to the episode airing tonight march 2nd uh hey and uh oh. we'll get to you next week
1: i will tell you this though i talked i sent you some text messages about this <laughs> start watching euphoria
0: oh bro yeah let's uh-huh. get into that real quick um how far are you along because the season finale was last week
1: well, I'm still in, I'm still on season one. I think we're on episode four or five. Man, y'all,
0: y'all ain't make y'all ain't making enough progress
1: for me, bro. It's too much going on. It's yeah. too much, man. Hey, man. There's no a problem. couple of times I had to walk out the room. I was like, I don't want to hear this shit. Like mm-hmm. when she was talking about uh when uh Zendaya was talking about sending dick pics. Like there's a there's a education for this or something. I was like, all right, yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. there's rules for this. It was something, but it was so much going on. I was like, man. This made me not want to have kids, just like Park said. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, wild. they these kids are bad, man. These kids are bad. They bad as fuck. Yeah, I guess misguided. How about that? Like when um, Zen, when Zendaya I, I, came I out to,
0: of. I went to high school with a lot of white people, so I saw
1: a lot. See, that's the thing. I told Nakota, I was like is this what y'all did at white schools because this black at black school all we didn't do none of this was it like,
0: wasn't it wasn't to this degree but there was definitely some partying and some some fucking going on you know yeah
1: so so it was shocking me I was like this white people shit where where uh what's the name McKay's girlfriend who's still in high school her mom lets her go to college with the dude I was like
0: because she's like a senior and um and Like he's like a freshman, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know, but still, like normal though. I mean, I I mean, uh, it's 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 not as I won't say it's normal. It's not as uncommon though. Like it doesn't like that doesn't shock. Like if that's what shocked the system, I'd be I'd be very interested to see how you 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 come back and 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 talk about. You know the show when you get a little bit further because it's no
2: i'm
1: it's, i know that's not the shock. Pain. i'm saying i'm saying her mom was like oh yeah that's cool just go to college and do whatever you want to do just don't get pregnant don't also, have sex with my dog no. oh, she's also a drunk and you know yeah well that's true that's true she always has a, a glass yeah. in her hand
0: i don't know if you i don't know if you had any friends in high school that like you could tell their parents were saucy All the same. yeah yes okay. yes
1: that's yes kinda, <laughs> no. yeah funny. you could tell the way she was just talking yeah. but uh I mean, I, I just
0: don't want to spoil anything for you, but yeah, it, I mean, there, there's a lot more that gets out of hand.
1: Obviously, it's, it's obviously.
0: Only, I'm telling you like this. It's only going to escalate.
1: Yeah, I, I could tell. I was like, all right, <laughs> shit, I'm about to get real. I knew it when she was like, I just came out of rehab. I had no fucking way I was going to stay sober. I was like, you wild as a dead." Yeah.
0: yeah. So yeah, continue watching that. Let me know. Let me know what you think. Um, You know, we'll talk about it at some point. Uh Gemstones wrapped up this week too. Uh have you have you been watching that at all? Look,
1: nope, but then uh, I walked up, I think that was the season finale. Anyway, I saw your boy Walter Goggins. I forgot his his uh his baby actor name. Billy, bitch. Yeah, baby. He he had I, I walked I, I turned it on and he had completely different skin complexion, all this. I was like, all right, let me turn it off because something bro, must have happened.
0: Baby baby Billy was a was a was a uh man of the year in this this uh this latest season, dog. I'm telling you, bro, like that dude, he's so fucking good, yeah. Walton Goggins. What? Like, Wal- he's he's good Wal- at everything. Walton Goggins is is my Daniel Day Lewis, okay? My man oh, got man. range. Yeah, he got he, range. he got he got the comedy like down. Like Jesus. Like any like even in um vice principals, that dude was ridiculous. He was man, listen. I'm sorry. There's something about cause this show is is somewhat improv, like I think it's like seventy five percent improv, with like you know structure. mostly all
1: that Danny McBride shit is with with all of them.
0: I don't know if you've ever seen the um, uh, well Eastbound and Down. Will Ferrell was was in an episode. It was a scene with Will Ferrell, Craig Robinson, and um, oh and man, Danny I know McBride. this one. And uh, Will Ferrell was like trying to describe something. And he kept doing it over and over, and they all—they both kept breaking character. Craig Robinson could not stop laughing because this motherfucker, uh, Will Ferrell, was acting so stupid. Yeah. He had this like—he had this like silver-haired wig on, and he was dressed in this suit. He had sunglasses, and he was talking kind of like a like a like if you could imagine like a white pimp would look mm-hmm. like. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> Will Ferrell—he's always doing dumb shit though, yeah, man
0: um so yeah super good um they they wrapped up with a bang eric andre bravo you did a good job this season um and uh yeah that's it on that uh bel-air you caught up on that uh i thought a new
1: yeah a new episode comes out tomorrow right yeah but yeah 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 i caught up on all the episodes
0: yep um carlton still an asshole uh let let me oh yeah let's talk about let's talk about your boy trey real quick go ahead
1: it's Trey and Carlton. Trey acting like a little bitch. He act like a straight up bitch. Like, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Y'all acting like lovers.
0: When they huh? were sitting next to each other at that table and they was kind of talking and stuff, like I was like, man, these two niggas with some white ass teeth, dog. Like, <laughs> both of these niggas having a teeth off right now.
1: <laughs> Bruh, the way he was talking shit to him at the uh, at the concert, I was like, nigga, shut the fuck up. Shut yeah, he was so shut your ass.
0: I, I feel like just I mean, I think that's a demerit from the show because I think that was just so. I, I I don't like to make value judgments on people's acting because I can't do it, but it just didn't seem like, like it seemed like he was kind of wigging. like like just like he was un, he was like irrationally mad for no yeah, reason. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I
1: was like, what is, what is he so mad about? Like, yeah. you just gonna leave me? I was like, bro, this ain't your girlfriend. Fucking like,
0: after what are you? School. This is a fucking after school special. Man. Like, like
1: yeah. I I, like I was trying to think. I was like. Has any of my friends like left and I acted like this? Hell no! I was like, "Dude, you actually hating? You hating on this man for going to California and having a better life?"
0: Right. Hey, hang on just a second. We're gonna talk about another one, but I'm gonna pause real quick. Hold on. <laughs> Jesus Christ! We back. Make <laughs> <laughs> sure everything was all right down there. I, didn't want to run. I had to run downstairs and get my pistol. I mean, yeah, run downstairs with the pistol. I grabbed. Yeah, exactly. And running.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but
0: but yeah, um uh we're talking about Trey and his and his Yeah,
1: teeth. Trey being a bitch. I mean, I I just don't like you said, he was I was I thought I was tripping. I was like, what is he mad about? I don't get it. Like and no, and I've never understood when he's like, You're just gonna leave me? I'm gonna be in Philly by myself. I'm like, Bro, you you can move too now. Like, you can... well,
0: I don't know if he can move me, you know. The niggas out there on, 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 on Viv's dime, you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, no, but what I'm saying is he's about to graduate and he was on the basketball team. Some school he's might fresh. give him,
0: well, yeah, that's true. He got, uh, I mean, he was all right, but Will was really carrying
1: the team. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, so Will, Will was, was the one there. But what I'm saying is he ain't got to stay in Philly. He can leave.
0: Well, can I mean, it's, it, it's not that. It's, yeah. yeah. What's he going to do? Come out and live with Aunt Viv?
1: No, I'm not saying that. Possibly. The way she acted, possibly. Yeah. Um, But it was him that threw me off. And then Carlton Punk ass. I never understood what he, what he was so mad about, too. Yeah, about the whole thing. You mean to tell me you got Will out of jail? What you mad about? Yeah, like dog, black man out of jail, dog. Exactly. He got your cousin out of jail. Shut the hell up! Like, what do you doing, He would
0: he would do the same for you. You know what I'm exactly. Saying? Like, like that's you know some big deal. But we're gonna find out a little bit more about Carlton's character because I have a feeling that like this show doesn't want him to be a villain. Like this show wants him to be. Want us to hate them and then uh, uh a, char- a character that could be redeemed, right? So they're gonna
2: explore know, man, that
0: no. they're gonna they're gonna explore that PTS or that uh um anxiety issue and the panic attacks and all that kind of stuff. I feel like they're gonna go there. Um, I know
2: where they I think
1: I know where they're gonna go too. Let me ask you something. Let I me mean, let me look into the camera, I'll get quick, get close
0: to think About to make a negro domus prediction. <laughs> go ahead.
1: Hey, I don't be missing that. You think Michael Ely gonna clap them cheeks? I'm disgusted with it.
2: I'm so disgusted with it. I'm just disgusted with I'm just disgusted
0: When he showed up, I was like, oh, hell.
2: Yeah, exactly. I said,
0: I said, uh-oh. And he pressed too. He like, oh, you know. I see this spot for you.
1: Yeah, Vivian Smith. I meant uh, I mean, Banks. Banks. I said, oh, they got light green eye, yeah. Michael Ealy on the show. Yeah. Oh, she' about to fold. Gonna, I said,
0: we're gonna see him and be like, get that nigga out there. <laughs> he gonna know <laughs> like, why you push up on Viv. He got a, he got a duty. He got a duty to Uncle, Uncle Phil. You know what I'm saying? Be his.
1: Nah, uh-uh. remember, remember in the old show where. Um, Viv thought Philip Banks was cheating on her, or was it? So what's gonna happen is, um, Viv gonna cheat on Uncle Phil. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, oh, nigga. You don't, uh, <laughs> no, I don't think you don't think so? so. You no. don't think so? They are gonna have to put some drama in this. Like, I mean, um, Viv he, about this.
0: And Michael Ealy character, he only an artist, right? He ain't got no, you know, he ain't got no bona fides. He's not like
1: a, exactly. That's what's gonna make it worse. That's what's gonna make it
0: worse. That's what's gonna. Phil can make that nigga life. Jeffrey gonna make that nigga disappear. You keep he done already smashed know. after he
1: he gonna get killed, but he done already smashed now. That's what not, now? That's fine. That's fine. All, All right. right. Uh, don't Jeffrey. say y'all here first. Michael Ely's character is gonna clap Aunt Viv's cheeks.
0: Jeffrey. It's up. obvious. Jeffrey will put that nigga head in a bucket of paint. You
1: know it's right? too late. It's too late. He would have already smashed. It's too late. Okay. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ain't no, that not mean nothing. That ain't no problem.
1: That ain't no problem. Just saying, they got Jazz and Hillary liking each other. Yeah, uh, I think the
0: chemi- their chemistry on screen is pretty good.
1: Yeah. You know. um, it looks legit. Yeah. Who's the dude that plays
0: uh Jazz? I feel like I've seen him in something. I've
1: seen him before, too. Yeah, you're right. I have seen him before. um Was, he's he,
0: probably- uh, Ralph, was he Ralph Trezmat in the uh new edition joint? Kind of favors him.
1: I don't know. I don't think so. Uh let me see where he's from. He's yeah, he's definitely he definitely looks familiar. Uh, yeah. but a lot of people have been shitting on this here is he's on mainstream. You heard of that? Nah. He's in the he was in uh rail show, NCIS, South Central Love, Wisdom of the Crowd. I don't know any of these. Uh, yeah, I don't know this nigga, but he's good,
0: though. <laughs> um you know he's he performed pretty well on the scenes that he's that he's in, um, but yeah, that chemistry's cool. Um, yeah, I can't really think of any other storylines on there that's worth exploring. Um, I mean, Uncle Phil saying fuck the police, and then you know, and then standing on it. You know that'll be interesting. You know he's probably gonna end up winning the DA spot. Like
1: well, he's been in Shameless, but yeah, um, he, yeah he was. <sighs> Uh I I don't I like the show. A lot of, I see I've only saw one person hating on the show, but I like it. I don't see anything prop, I mean I do see Will. He's he cries on every episode. I have noticed that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's pretty good. I think it is good. For sure, um for sure. we'll see what happens though.
0: Um I did want a quick honorable mention. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh billions. Excellent. Um, you know, starting to take shape. I believe they're getting another season, so. So
1: it's catching up now. I mean, it's starting to ramp up like Uh,
0: no, nah, it's kind of getting in mid-season form. Uh, okay. all, the, all the pieces are moving. Um, and you know, if you watch Billions, you know, you know, the, the antagonist, um, for the last four seasons, um, has left the show. So they have a new antagonist. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's still the same formula. Um, the Chuck Rhodes is, you know, hellbent on exposing and, 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 and really holding these, uh, billionaires feet to the fire and he's using any means necessary to do so at the cost of anything. Um, same formula, but you know, uh, different characters and it's, uh, yeah, like I said, it started to pick up. So excited to see it. Um, I also started another series on Showtime. It's called super pumped it's about uh the creation of uber. Uh, oh, okay. And uh, and uh Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays in it. So oh, man. Okay. Um and uh it's really good. So Okay,
1: um, I mean, he's a little suspect at times with his, with his uh his acting sometimes, but I think he's
0: I think he's kind of one note, you know, at this point. I, I did I did like him in Looper. Um, oh, that was a good Yeah, that
1: was yeah, a good movie. Uh, but um, like, you
0: know, 500 Days of Summer, that's a cool movie, you know what I'm saying? I'm, he's been, I'm sure he's been in a lot more um, but you know, to me, he's kind of a one note actor, you know, not bad, but not particularly great, but he's great yeah. at this role. He's great at being an asshole. I'll tell you that. Yeah, he he's is really yeah. good at that. So, um, you know, I'll continue watching that, uh, winning time, the, uh, Showtime Lakers. Well, it's on HBO, um, but it's covering the period of Showtime Lakers that premieres this Sunday at nine o'clock. He actually, actually looks
1: like magic. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: um that looks to be a great series and just for the sheer fact that magic johnson said that yeah i won't be watching this yeah he said he didn't want it to come out (laughs) Or yeah he didn't want it to come out lets me know there's going to be some inconvenient truths in there yep uh and i'm here for it like hbo like this has the chance to you know what this reminds me of what what uh playmakers could have been uh if mm-hmm. hbo just would have picked up playmakers yeah i mean but like this true. is like this is an actual real story though but i think it's kind of shot in that way i believe who is it that um that's doing this is it adam mckay i feel like adam mckay is doing
1: this i don't is it um, is it uh i think it is because i think i remember seeing his name somewhere yeah i believe
0: adam mckay is doing this and he's beefing with will ferrell right now so um Oh, he but, is yeah because will ferrell is like super lakers fan and i think he one of the uh, part of the movie and then um uh, uh the adam mckay um uh, chose somebody else or i believe it was uh what's my man's name from Step Brothers, john c riley um chose him to um you know be involved with the project so you know we'll yeah, adam mckay's executive producer yep yep so yeah this is gonna be good i fucks with adam mckay um the activist director so I uh, can't. Make some make, good shit. That's gonna be appointment television. Um maybe hey, maybe my girl can learn a little bit about the Showtime Lakers. Uh, you know, maybe it'll be an educational experience. Uh Magic. Yeah, yeah. It's magic, baby. It's um, magic, baby. <laughs> uh finally, let's wrap up the movie segment. We both saw a movie this week. The three five, the three five five movie. Mm-hmm. Uh on uh Peacock. Um, so if you watch Bel Air, you can just hop on Peacock and uh and uh watch this. It starred Penelope Cruz, Lapita Nyongo, um, and some a couple other white ladies. <laughs> is it Jessica Chastain? I'm sorry, Jessica Chastain. It's a, Chastain? a
1: bunch and a bunch of Jessica Chastain, Diane Kruger, Penelope Diane Kruger, Cruz. That's what it was, Diane
0: Kruger. Fan bing
1: bing. Um, uh
0: she was not in. She wasn't in it that. No, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yes, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, basically, I will read the synopsis. CIA agent Mace Mason Mace Brown, um, <clears throat> who's played by Jessica Chastain, uh, joins forces with a rival German agent who's played by, uh, Diane Kruger, a cutting-edge computer specialist, um, who's played by Lupita Nyong'o, and a Colombian psychologist played by Penelope Cruz. Um, When a top secret weapon falls into the hands of a group of mercenaries, together, the four women embark on a breakneck mission uh, to save the world while staying one step ahead of the mysterious figure who's tracking their every move. Um, So first off, I'll start. Paul, what did you like about this movie?
1: (laughs) It's really that bad for you? um I like some of the action okay that's yeah that's that's
0: a good place to start yeah I like the action too I I like
1: that's some of it yeah I like some of it
0: lost words cat got, cat got your tongue dog I
1: mean (laughs) go ahead man what what would you like about the movie um, (laughs) um, I'll,
0: I'll expound being the professional here uh I'll I'll say I like the action um I thought some of the action sequencing and the uh Actually, you know what? I, I won't. I won't bite off yours. For me, I like the cinematography. I like how it was shot, um, the locations they used, all that good stuff. Um, You're another, good, man. You're good. Another another thing I liked was the casting. Um, okay. Uh, I did like Lupita as the you know tech geek that's trying to start her life over, and you know got pulled back into the game um, by Jessica Chastain. But they got this kind of sisterly bond that you know that kind of You know shines through or this duty i'd say not because it wasn't so much them as friends but more you know this sense of duty um as patriots for their various countries to you know take this take this mission on so um that was cool um i like the german agent only because she was like the best in terms of like the fight choreography to me um, which one was the german agent the uh krueger uh, oh okay I mean, yeah i forgot her uh character's name but um so yeah like i said the casting was was cool do you have another one other
1: than i like the, di- I... the diversity i mean you yeah, know the, the women diversity. empowerment i could yep. say that yeah yep. i mean yep. i like that part
0: yeah it was all women leads it was like four women leads um uh throughout so well actually it was five yeah, I would say five. If you want to count Jing Bang Um fan bing bing. Yeah, fan bing bing. So um but uh but yeah, diversity was cool. Um the runtime was cool too. Like I didn't feel like it was too long. I feel like they, you know, they opened it up straight to the point and then got into they did a lot. Yeah, they the missing. You know what I'm saying? So uh what was the runtime? Runtime was like two, two hours and four minutes. Hours. Yeah, two hours and four minutes. So um I like that aspect of it um it, uh yeah so i said runtime you say you have anything else or you,
1: you want to um, like i said the action um i mean i i would say they they played their they played their roles pretty good i don't have any problems with that like they all did pretty good with all their roles um <clears throat> i yeah. like so i like the diversity i mean like you said the cinematography was good they had some good shots i liked it. they so were all cool, over the place I got, too i got
0: some new things so i liked uh i also like the um the the actual plot um the the like kind of the bones of the plot right like you have this weapon that's going to fall in the hands of of this terrorist or terrorist organization mm-hmm. and like it's it can do some serious shit right like the Like I think it's called a MacGuffin, um, where like you have this thing that can do some serious shit. Like this weapon can, you know, override any technology and within a short range, and you know, crash a plane or you know, shut down a Mm -hmm. banking system, whatever. Like so, the stakes were really high, um, which I liked. But um, you know, and at the beginning, that opening scene where you had um, what's my man's name.
1: yeah, Sebastian Stan Sebastian
0: Stan no, no 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 it was Edgar Ramirez oh Edgar Ramirez. okay who um you know who snatched the 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 weapon you know shot the only dude that the dude the only dude that you know knew how it worked and you know tried to get it back to wherever he's trying to get to so um you know I thought that was cool um the swerve with Sebastian Stan I should have saw that shit coming
1: uh, I did see it coming I was like that he's not dead I was like, yeah.
0: I just I just didn't think about it because I mean yeah right like you know he got killed off screen but it was so like it was so meaningless because like I didn't you know that first scene that he shared with Jessica Chastain I was like well I mean yeah they're obviously got like either some tension or some history or whatever
1: but- I was I I saw it coming Usually that was like They're they're over here flirting They love each other I was like He's probably gonna die Or act like he died You know Typical Mission Impossible shit I
0: figured he was gonna die Because I figured it was All the female leads And that's what Mm -hmm. They were trying to do But like You know Yeah yeah. I should have figured He was still alive When they didn't show him Getting shot So um, Yeah That will probably be That's probably both A positive and a negative Mm -hmm. Um, So Did you have any negatives That you wanna talk
1: about? Uh Yes let's see so there was too much going on in the movie too many plots going on in the movie they were going too fast for me like you said they you know within those two hours and four minutes a lot of stuff was going on um they try to make it seem like all men are the devil pretty much <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like,
0: yeah, this, You know, well I, you know what actually i mark that in the positive for me i thought that was kind of refreshing like It was like uh I don't know if you did you watch the why the last man? I think you started it but you didn't finish it. No, I
1: didn't uh -uh. okay, Uh -uh. so
0: yeah, that's kind of how that show was. It was like (laughs)
1: like
0: like men were men were trash, like yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like I was you know I was like, oh I I see what
1: I see what y'all doing, all men that shit. (laughs) That's what it was. I can see why Um, somebody
0: wouldn't like that though, but go ahead. Yeah,
1: I mean, but it was just like I I don't know. It it seemed like they were just trying too hard, in my opinion. Um I don't like how spoiler alert everyone lived, but they killed the black lady's boyfriend. Like I was like, oh, okay. So the one black chick, y'all kill her boyfriend. And that
0: scene was kind of ill though. Like, you know, Sebastian came back and they was all business. They're like, hey, where that motherfucking weapon?" Yeah, exactly. Turn the screens on for me. We we already (laughs) down in Columbia, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you so worried about talking to your people, your mijo. He was there on the couch with his pops about to get his head head (laughs) fucking (laughs) blown off off. yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah um you know that was kind of an ill scene um sebastian stan actually another positive sebastian stan is a good villain like yeah like like a good like charismatic villain you know what i'm saying like i i think and this might be a negative for me i would i would have liked to see him more as the big bad like like more of like it's not not it being a shock that he was a, a inside agent but like actually him like showing that he's going rogue right like, right uh-huh. like like if they would have took that opportunity before they killed him if they would have told us that he was the big bad but they just didn't but the group of women just didn't know you know what i'm saying and ran those mm-hmm. plots parallel i think it would have been a lot more to your point a lot more of a you know two parallel plots that are heading towards each other to intersect. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah,
1: well, I mean, like I said, it it just seemed like. So I was watching it. And I was like, it's so much going on in the movie. Like it's too many, too much stuff going on, and I was like, y'all need to just stick to one thing and then go to the next plot. Stick to that plot. Go to the next plot instead of just cramming everything together. And it's like, like uh the Asian chick. I was like okay so it's five of y'all now cuz she was supposedly be the bad guy but she wasn't
0: and right like she uncovered the the plot with the you know the black dude Yeah your boss
1: was your boss and was part of it and I killed him Because and... we
0: only saw her in that one scene where she showed up at the police station as the uh, the the group was leaving or before the group came she's the one that killed the black dude so Yeah yeah yeah, yeah it was before the group came
1: yeah so we Oh Another thing I did not like, Penelope Cruz's character. I thought she was playing along the whole time where she was going to be dirty. How she was acting so scary and all. I thought, I was like, man, this is a front. This is Uh, a front.
0: I would have, like, her insisting that she was a psychologist was annoying as shit to me. Thank you. I was was like, like, shut up. Why don't y'all make her, like, the Mossad or something? You know what I'm saying? Like, but that be the big reveal, right? Yeah, like exactly. That she's, that she's like this super badass, like super secret agent. That's like, what I thought. A, what, but she didn't even have to be a bad guy. She could just been like ill with it, you know what I'm saying? Like, like thing, bang, b- um, like b- the Asian chick. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I feel like they could have utilized her character more. But just making her a helpless, you
1: know, pretty.
0: Thing it was like, annoying. Like
1: she was hiding every time stuff was a, happening. No, I was let me, like,
0: let me see something. Did a man direct this? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna get on to that Yes. Simon conberg
0: I mean, I mean, Yeah. Simon, Simon. Simon. No.
1: No. Todd. 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 Let me let me reference this because I did. I was disappointed after I watched this movie. Then I saw Simon conberg's name, and I don't
2: I know see, if you I know who Simon conberg is. I see where
0: you're getting that. I, <laughs> I, I don't know, know if you I, know. I, I, hey, hold on. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, one second, bro. I got a sound effect just for this, brother. Hey, <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on, one second. Let me get through this soundboard real quick. Nope, don't never do shit at work. Nope, nope. <laughs> Not that one. Oh, it, Here
2: it is. No, so yeah, I I it. You, you know what I'm talking about. You know I said okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to
0: figure out how to, how to say so this. <laughs> you know
1: I said it, You know I said it. Yes. Yeah. If, now, so after I watched the movie, I saw his name and I said. I know this name. I know Simon I said, And it wasn't a good reason. I was like, it's something bad. And I looked up all the movies. I said, this son of a bitch. I would have never watched this movie if I saw that he directed this movie. I would have never watched it. Give it to him, y'all. Yeah. Give it to him. Bro, this is the guy. <laughs> This is the guy who made X Men Apocalypse, mm-hmm. who did X Men Dark Phoenix. Keep going,
2: keep going. The
1: Fantastic Four, the most recent one with yep. Michael B. Jordan. But I, hey, but don't you talk
0: shit of Days of Future Past? That's my shit. Oh man, I don't like none of his movies. Now he did do. But he, he was assistant director on that one. He 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 ain't had. That. He did the Last
1: Stand. The uh, Last Stand garbage. Mm. <laughs> Three Fifty Five was on here, of course. Uh, he did Jumper. I actually like Jumper. That's so old, but yeah. he did Triple X, the second one. That was a horrible movie with Ice Cube. Yep. <laughs> uh, Mister. and Mrs. Smith wasn't bad. I give him that. I don't, like. I don't know if he directed these, but he was part of. No, you're just doing
0: sh- the producer credits. Yeah. I got
1: okay. It. Sherlock Holmes was good. I like that one. Yeah. And then he did Days of Future Past. I didn't like it, but regardless.
0: Hey, but he got some shit on here too. Now look at it twisted as producer credits. I mean. He got some producer credits that's worth it worth a damn now. Now I'm thinking about it. He got some Well, he can
1: stick to producing it, but
0: he got some wins on here. He got Elysium, he got uh What's this?
1: Martian, uh Logan. Okay, he produced Logan.
0: He got Deadpool, Deadpool Two, um Designated Survivor. That was my shit. Um with Kiefer Sutherland.
1: Yeah, that's when he was the president.
0: Yeah. Um but yeah he got
1: some but like I said he can he can produce all he wants but
0: oh he was on, oh he was only producing for one episode of Invasion okay
1: but this nah man I was so mad when I saw his name on here I was like man what did Ty get me in
0: yeah so a negative that's cool um yeah I think that rounds out the negatives for me I mean do you have more
1: no I didn't I mean not really I didn't like how they actually didn't kill Sebastian at the end yeah Sebastian Stan they didn't kill him
2: yeah.
1: So um I was surprised. But did, they didn't explain how he became the head of the of what was it FBI or whatever? The FBI. Well, who was he the head of at the end? CIA? Uh I
0: don't think he was the head of the CIA. I just think he got a promotion. He just got a promotion. Oh, okay. Okay. Well,
1: I they didn't explain any of that, even though this nigga was out here blowing up hotel rooms and yeah, beating I up think, women.
0: I think his <laughs> I think his duty was to get it at all costs. And since None of those women, like, well, the only one that was kind of like yeah, none of those women were sanctioned really. Like like they had the they had like none of them were backed by a government. Like they were all right. tired. So maybe he just did what he did on behalf of the US government and they just said, Hey, look, you know, don't ask, don't tell, do what you gotta do to get that shit, but you need to get that shit. And, you know, ultimately, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he got close or he can confirm that it was destroyed and boom. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, that's, how, that's yeah. how
0: white that's how whiteness works in america exactly that's exactly, right? that's exactly look, how it works look, in america look another positive all right so um, <laughs> so out of uh five honey buns what do you get this movie
1: out of five i'm giving it a two
0: all right yeah i think i'll give it like a two and a half three like i had a decent enough time watching it i probably won't watch it again nope. um but you know nope. it was solid whatever um, <laughs> um, <laughs> lastly, I just wanted to talk a little bit uh, about what's uh, kind of what's going on in the world. We haven't really talked about Russia and Ukraine. Um, you know, it's sad. They like, got a bunch of you know attention in the news, and I feel like um, you know uh, that that the Ukrainian people are doing what they what they can do um, to uh, to defend their homeland against mm-hmm. uh, invaders. Um, and it just had me thinking, like. Like in the, it's very unlikely that we'll live to see a time where people, a country or a, a coalition of countries invade the United States at any point. Um, and you know, you know, I had to ask myself, like, yo, like, cause you know, to empathize with these people in Ukraine, like, it's normal citizens, you know, just, you know, picking up a gun and going to. They know that you know somebody's trying to invade them, and they're just going to defend their defend their home, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like it's unimaginable as an American that you have to think about that prospect, you know what I'm saying? And you know, it's not only Ukrainians, but you know, you talk about people in the Gaza Strip, the Palestinian the Palestinian people um in the Gaza Strip where, you know, it's it's uh occupied by, you know, the 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 government of Israel and, you know, other places around the world where like, you know, like they living under occupation, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. So like Ukrainian people said they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna you know have it. they um, uh, you know put up a valiant you know valiant effort, like effort. I'm following, I'm following the efforts um of like the ordinary Ukrainian defense, the regional defense uh, you know teams or whatever. Um, through a journalist, a freelance journalist, I wanted to shout him out. His name is Terrell J. Uh, Terrell, Jermaine Star. Um, he's a freelance journalist that's been like immersed in Ukraine for a number of years now. Um, and he's actually an American. He's staying there um and literally just riding around with, you know, everyday Ukrainians that are staying to fight um Russian invasion. I'm not sure how long how much longer he'll be on the ground in there as the situation uh evolves. But, you know, he's been he's been on Twitter. Um you can follow him at TJ, or I'm sorry, at Terrell J Star, stars with two R's, um, and uh, you can support him uh, on his cash, his cash app, is dollar sign Terrell J Star, like his uh, like his Twitter name. Um, but yeah, um, he's been getting footage and stories of people. Um, he got footage of like actual shelling. Um, you know, he had to be bunkered down with a defense force you know during and after a gunfight um so he's been you know on the ground and you know a lot of uh your mainstream media outlets they're not like he's out there on his own self-funded so you know uh a lot of the multi-million dollar you know media conglomerates are trying to use his reporting you know by having him on to you know as a correspondent things of that nature but they're not paying him for it so you know, it's you know, been kind of contentious in terms of, you know, because he's he's being asked to do these things for these major networks while not being on payroll, not having security, not having a camera crew. Like he's walking around with a selfie stick, you know, what I'm saying like like documenting this war. So he's doing incredible work. Um, mm-hmm. I i am more than willing to to bet that he will be um, up for a Pulitzer um, for some kind of journalism award. Um, even NABJ, um, you know, might be, might be, um, you know, thinking about honoring him. They should, or they ought to at least, um, because he's doing a, he's doing a, you know, some dangerous work, um, you know, on the L.A. L.A. Is dangerous. so, uh, shout out to him and, uh, yeah, I'm gonna continue to follow the war through, through his lens. Cause you know, he doesn't do the traditional reporting. He kind of, you know, he gives his opinion because, you know, he's, he's, absolutely on the side of the ukrainians he's been in that country for a number of years he understands you know the culture there um he understands this war better than i've been able to see people explain it you know in your mainstream sites so um yeah um you know shout out to our star uh hopefully you remain safe and uh, i think that'll be about it for this show um let me, let, me, let me find a vibe to, to take. The Wait, vibe. hold up now. You got to
1: say one more thing, man. You can't. You, you got to hype it up.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Hold on, man. We'll, we'll hype it up. Uh, I'll let you take the lead on that. Let me find the vibe real quick. You know what I'm saying? Hold yeah, on. I mean, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a, uh, hey, What's it? I'm going to keep it back for y'all. Keep it back
1: in the day.
0: This has been another episode. This 33, 34. 34, 34. 34, 34 the Charles Barkley episode.
2: Charles we'll Bart
0: well lips Shaq. Erica Badu. Happy belated birthday. It's one of our favorite songs off of the live album. Shit. Death Raised.
2: This man
0: over here playing this.
2: He New old Erica Badu. It's
0: a live version.
2: Just bye-bye real quick.
0: Instrumentation,
2: you hear that?
1: I hear it. I hear it. Ah. Okay.
2: What's
0: Come on, talk, Eric. What they say, put it up. Something's got me so
1: excited, baby. She'll ruin your life now. She'll ruin your life.
0: All right, go ahead take us out.
1: Nah, I was going to say, man, you got to hype up the fans. You're going to see Batman tomorrow, right? The Batman, right? Hey, man. Uh, Yeah, I actually got to get my ticket. I'm bugging. Oh, man. I was going to say, what happened? You get permission? Three, three, o'clock.
0: <laughs> three o'clock showing. I'm in there.
1: Okay. So, okay. I was trying yeah. to see if you got your permission. She told ahead, you no. Know.
0: Actually, you know what? While we on air, while you close this out, I'm going to go ahead and buy my ticket. Go ahead. Close this out. There you go,
1: man. Come
0: on. T- tell the people you got any shout outs anything you want to get out the way.
1: I mean, shout out to everyone Follow me on Twitter At the Life of Fat Pablo Or Life of Fat Pablo Follow Todd Baseless Banner Podcast On Twitter, That's right. Facebook, Instagram You can even email us at BaselessBannerPodcast At gmail.com
0: And if Paul didn't get it right Just rewind back to the beginning of the episode
1: <laughs> You did? We support We support. We appreciate y'all listening Yes, you know, first-time listeners, last-time listeners. It is what it is. Hey,
0: shout-out my man Gerard, young. Shout-out my man Gerard. Interact Gerard with us who, on Butler? Twitter today. Nah, Gerard. Oh, oh Gerard. Yeah,
1: shout-out Gerard, man. Hey, Appreciate shout the follow, listener. Shout-out to my
0: man. Shout-out to my man. Oh, man. I can't find... Oh, man. This is... See? Look out at here. you. This is what this you get. This, was, this is what you get. This is what I get. This is what you get. Oh, you know what? what you hey, look. Get. look. This episode has been I brought to you by... Cherry Turnover. Cherry turnover was a strain today. I was looking at today instead of tomorrow.
1: Oh man, you're an idiot. (laughs) Cherry turnover. I'm
0: an idiot. Come on, Erica. Three o'clock showing. We got it? Oh,
1: we in there. We in there? Okay. Nine
0: dollars. Nine.
1: No, no, sir. Hey, cut the music for a second. Let me put the folks on game. Hey man, it's it's 2022. Yes, sir. I, I know people, I hope I hope most people are buying the tickets online. Put you on game. So you said the adults is 950?
0: Yes, sir.
1: How much are the kids' tickets? Um,
0: hold on. This is an empty ass theater too, dog. If this tea is gone, because I'm fucking with you, I'm gonna be mad as fuck.
1: <laughs> well, like I said, I'm gonna put y'all on game. When you buy the tickets online. Just get the kid tickets, just get it. Unless it's a rated R movie, you gotta get one adult ticket. But hey man,
0: hey, well, I, I feel you. The kid ticket is $750. I mean, I got the $225. I got the two.
1: Okay, okay. But I I'm saying if it's like if it's like 10 o'clock at night, you can't get the matinee pricing, just get a senior or a kid ticket. Like it's gonna work. They don't care. I used to work at the movie theater. Yes, Put y'all on game, free game for y'all. All right, enjoy, enjoy the tickets. Dang man, you,
0: I'm trying to this. This, this is the dilemma. It's so much open space. I'm just trying to figure out where I want to sit.
1: I oh, you sit that place. guy. You that guy. You
0: know what? I might buy the, te- I might buy the seat next to me while you're playing.
2: Uh, I'm about oh, to- that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm going to do that.
0: I'm going to buy because it's $9, right? You know what I'm saying? Like $7 for a kid. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Buy a kid's Boom. ticket and an adult ticket. Nah, Damn,
1: man. Just get just get all kids tickets. They ain't going to say nothing. Long, get three kids tickets. Three kids tickets. nigga. you. Wow. Hey, okay. I got I got two kids tickets yesterday. Anyway. Uh, well, not yesterday, but whenever the tickets went on sale. <laughs> hey, Erica.
0: We appreciate y'all. Until next time, peace.
1: All uh, right, we out. Bitch, I, I ain't pulling out. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You said what? Kind